everybody. This episode of Pod of Podcast, the next conversation. <laughs> it's gonna be a long day, Andy. <laughs> and this day has been brought to you by the good people at the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum and Auditorium in Hollywood, California. We have been telling you about it for a while. I mean, there's only one way to really fully understand what we're talking about, and that is to go there. So, in honor of going there, we are offering, thanks to them, they're really offering it, a buy one, get one. After 5.30 p.m., two people can know what we're talking about for the price of one. Two for $20 after 5.30. They're open late, so you can really just hang out, enjoy some time, really decide whether or not you believe each and every one of their exhibits uh why not it's a crossroads of entertainment you're in los angeles you're visiting maybe you're in town and you've never gone why not just uh, kill an evening for a very low price thanks to the fine people over there and this podcast we wouldn't be able to do it without them big thank you and here is their show Podcast, The Final Frontier. These are the conversations of the friendship Matt Myra and Andrew Secunda. Their continuing mission. To seek out old adventures with contrived civilizations. To boldly watch episodes that one of them has watched before. Welcome to Star Trek The Next Generation's Conversations. What is happening? <laughs> Welcome to the Picard After Show. I'm Matt. I'm Andy. Ah, what a dream that would be. I'm sorry, pal. I'm around if they need me. You can do my after show. You can come over and tell me like uh, what you think. Uh, official Star Trek podcast, not me hosting. There's so many things happening that uh, Andy and I are not involved in, but... Good news for everybody else. It frees us up to be involved in this very show. It's finally the time to talk about episode six of season five. That's I can't right. believe it's taken us this long. Yeah, I can. It isn't that long, is it? Yeah. Look, if you're like, hey, where's Matt and Andy? I need hours of them. You could still join the Patreon. We're still kicking out those Marvels. We got Age of Ultron coming in, in uh, literally days, probably, if you're a President Circle member. You can check that out. You'll be able to hear us go on for about two and a half hours about Age of Ultron, a movie that I found to be uh, exactly how you think I found it to be. I uh, enjoyed uh, the top half of it much more than I thought. Look. Oh, man, I didn't even turn off notifications. Andy, it's we are of, back in business. This is here. us. We started to have a... This is the new This Is Us podcast. Man, Andy and I are going to discuss this week's episode of This Is Us. Is that going to bother you guys if we switch it is up? Is that weird? Does anyone care? <laughs> You're all fine with that, right? The uh, pilot, so all the much stories drama. tie together at the I end. like the time hopping. <laughs> 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 that was... <laughs> This is us, the next conversation. <laughs> I hope we didn't spoil the first uh, episode for yeah, you. Yeah, guys, sorry. Spoiler alert! Mandy Moore is the mom in the 70s. Oh, no. Or the 80s or something. I don't know. Whatever. Point is, we're not doing that show anymore. We've decided to go back to Star Trek. We're going to talk about Season 5, Episode 6, The Game, TNG, at its 
TNGist. Matt, would you have them watch this episode? Parts of it? Sure. I'm surprised that was the answer. I mean, look, uh, maybe I'll like it better by the time we're finished talking about it again. Yeah. I mean, I didn't hate it, certainly. I enjoyed a lot of the stuff in it, but some of it I was just like, what? Come on. There's one plot that I enjoy, and I think you all know what it is. That's right. Andy loves addictive video games. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) That create semi-sexual reactions in you. Oh, I don't think there's any semi about it. semi? (laughs) It's a full-on hard-on, Andy. (laughs) That would be a hilarious detail if everyone's walking around the ship <laughs> with visible erections. Uh, <laughs> this scene doesn't make any sense. There's not a single crewman that has an erection in this scene. That's director. Cut, cut. We gotta reshoot. <laughs> Where's the fluffer? Um, uh, with that, Matt, do you saying we don't have access to the uh, controls to the doors? Is that what no? You're I me? see uh, something. You turn something's me down? going. I did. Happened? I turned you down because you were hitting the red. All right. And well, you're breaking up. Be buddy. quiet now. Well, it's good. Then there you go. I mean, I can turn the whole thing up. It's fine. Just we're at the same level, pal. All right. Well, I, I like to hear. No, oh, no. I, I turned anything. you down. <laughs> I turned everything down. You're, you're just Why? Just they don't know that though. Now. They don't know that. But I can't. They can't hear the sound difference. My beautiful voice. They can't hear that. You no change to them. (laughs) So, Andy, look. Just know uh, that I am happy. Point is, Trek Core is not functioning right now, where I usually get the sounds from. Uh, So, I found another website that seemed to be built uh, in a a long time ago in AOL. Yeah, it seemed to be built a long time ago. So they just have a bunch of computer, Major Barrett computer notifications. Uh So I'm gonna wing it here with all of our sound effects. Not that there are sound effects. We're actually in a corridor. On I'm going to wing it here with all of the Enterprise sounds we would normally hear, <laughs> and hit the button to enter He's the, at the Admiral's control club. Panel. Ready? He's here we go. Correct. What's Major Barrett, the computer, going to say to us? Beep boop. Beep boop. Beep. Oh, hang on. This terminal is not a replicator. Damn it! Well, that is. We're it. in. It's true. <laughs> um. Uh. Go to iTunes, leave a five-star review, and join the Admiral's Club. Me going, uh, Shield uh, penetration, 17%. Wow. This is going to be a great episode. Our first Admiral that we're admitting... Oh, Matt, how did they get into the Admiral's Club? Uh, been a while. They head over to the Apple Podcast. Leave a five-star review for us. You're welcome into the Admiral's Club. We may read your hail on the show. It's not our hail. You know what I mean. If it's late, by the way. Uh, we both had long days. Mine at work. Uh, I was at work today. Oh, Matt was at work, and then he came home and he started to do, do work, kind of detailing on his car. That's not detailing, pal. That is body work. Body work. I don't know what it is. If you're an excellent adventure listener. You know what's happening. Um, our first Admirals Club admittee is uh, Miss Mr. Spencer, mm-hmm. uh, who writes worth every penny, uh, which is hilarious. <laughs> That's fair. Because you know what. It's free. Answering all the questions you never asked. Was it eggs or is Riker just a terrible cook? Bird of prey or bird, birds of prey or bird of praise? All this and more. Plus, don't worry uh, if you're just jumping in after over 100 episodes, each one still feels like the first one. Yeah. All kidding aside, the five stars are well-earned. Highlight of my podcast queue each week. General, genuine laughter from that. That was very funny. It was a good one. And the second one is from Casual Fanatic, who writes, The Bromance We Deserve. Uh, I stumbled on this podcast a couple of months ago, and it has completely taken over all of my podcast and audio <laughs> listening so time. Yeah, I'm so sorry, too. Until I finally caught up. 
Uh, if you want a professional podcast about Star Trek by two charming industry professionals, this might not be for you. <laughs> but if you don't mind sniggering also on funny. public transport, uh, non sequitur digressions, and listening to two true friends, so I don't know about that, so neurotic they can't even enjoy their own victories. Andy, the Insta is a great is great chrono- chronologically. <laughs> this podcast is gold. There you Thank go. you so much, casual fanatic. Um, that's it. Cool. I head over to the United Federation of Planets Presidents. Circle. Yeah, I mean, we're having a lot of... Uh, shield penetration, wow. 17%. Here we go. We're penetrating those shields. I feel like I should say the same thing at the top of this section as I do with the other one, which is how do they get into the United Federation of Planets President Circle? Because your explanation is always more uh, succinct succinct than mine. Well, Andy, all they have to do is head over to Patreon, support the podcast, help us uh, find the energy to keep doing the show, and uh, you could join at the president's level and be welcome into the president's circle where you'll get uh, two podcasts every month. Uh, one of them is going to be about your... Uh, your, your next chronological Marvel movie. It's called Marveling with Matt and Andy. If you want us to talk about a two and a half hour movie in three and a half hours, boy, have I got a place for you. I think it's Ant-Man this month, I believe. No, this yeah. current month. Well, it's now it's Age of Ultron. So, yeah, literally, if you join right now, everybody, you can get the back catalog. We'll bring you Iron Man through Age of Ultron. That's how long it's been going. Um, I'm thinking about on uh, one of the off weeks yeah. of us not getting it together and our schedule's getting crazy yeah. as a treat slash not treat to the regular listening audience. What are we going to do? I thought, I thought maybe we dropped them a little Iron Man. We, we show them what the first Marveling with Matt and Andy oh, was. Oh. I just dropped that into the feed. I see. As a little just treat. Give it away for free. Just give saying, hey, President you want more of these, free. you know where to get them. Hey, someone had asked at some point. Andy, you got to try this game. To, well, I don't it's wanna, from Riza. I don't want to play this. Why is this? No, no, come ah, on. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> so silly. Um, anyway, uh, the other thing we got to cover here is uh, if you uh, join uh, the President's Circle, then uh, we will select we select a couple of of uh, subspace messages from our forum on there. Yep. Uh, every show. And you're awarded a Medal of Valor, named after Christopher Pike, a person who I thought we had seen enough of. But it turns out he decided to show up in Star Trek Discovery. The first one's from Lieutenant Matthew Dillon, who says, In light of the new Picard trailer at SDCC, uh, I really hope the main woman in the trailer is the kid from the Turbo Lift ep- episode, Turbo Lift episode, where they are all trapped. Also, does Admiral Picard get a free pass to be on a friendly first-name basis with captains? Which is a reference to your frequent complaint. How they always call each other by first names. Yes. Wait, what are you saying? Did he call somebody who was a captain by a first name? I think I think he means the reverse of what he's saying. Also, does Admiral Picard get a free pass? Oh, well, he's a retired captain, as far as I can tell from the trailer. I don't know if he made Admiral. That's we'll, true. We'll find out. We'll find out. That's a really good and point. And if he made Admiral, guess who gets a free pass? Jean-Luc Picard. Seven calls him captain, unless it's a term of endearment. Uh, Lieutenant Caitly M says, "Hi, Matt and Andy. Hi. Uh, I hope this is." <laughs> that a was Andy spot. responding to you. She oh, right. Hi twice. No. 
I hope this isn't a sore spot as uh, apropos since this was the sore spot you brought up at the beginning but I really did enjoy After Trek I was wondering if you could host your own official after show for anything currently on television and or streaming what would each of you pick this has already been asked sorry I love the show has never been asked but haven't been uh, haven't attempted to memorize it yet uh, anything currently airing I would host an after show for oh boy theoretically yeah. I would I would love to just head over to Disney Plus and host all the after shows oh the that's a shows. great idea you that's a that's that's gonna be tough for me to top but uh, which one let's why don't we say that because I agree with you which one would I host it for no no all of them Andy I want to do it for all of them okay. I want to do it for what if yeah. I want to do it for Loki, uh, WandaVision. I want to do it for Loki. I want to do it Shang for Chi. Shang, Shang Chi. Chi. Shang Chi. I want to do That's it for uh, anything they want me to do it for. Yeah. Machine Man. Nope. Actually, I won't do it for that. Might be DC. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, that's uh, that's going to be uh, tough to uh, to top there. And maybe next year, for like nine weeks, ten weeks, I think ten weeks, this show might turn into the after show for Picard. You never know. That's yeah. Oh, so you haven't even decided if you're going to do that on uh, on Patreon or I thought you were talking about doing this on Patreon. The Picard the stuff. Picard stuff. No. Oh, you're going to. We would it right have to double there. up the podcast every week. I'm not well, going to make thought, them wait. I thought that was going to take the place of Discovery. I no, agree. You would want to watch it once a month. No, I exactly. Agree with you. I think we should totally do it. Exactly. Oh, that's gonna really... We might separate the saucer. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> um, it seemed like geez. nobody had a problem with me calling it Red Alert. By the way, no, not at all. Not one not person one had a problem complaint. with it. Interesting. Um, it's all about branding. I guess so. Um, I, uh, I would have said Game of Thrones until recently, but uh, that's uh, kaput. So, and I then I would have said the uh, it's kaput. That's I would have said the wowie, blammo, gonzo. <laughs> it's kaput. You see, I've honestly been reading a lot of old Marvel comics, so that may be <laughs> that may be fitting into my revolted dialogue. Sure. Um, what else is on? <laughs> I only watch old television at this point. Sure. I'll go back in time and do an after show for Cheers. You, yeah. It's, what, what made you decide to do your Frasier podcast as opposed to a Cheers podcast? Uh, I love Frasier. More than Cheers? Yes. Interesting. But my Frasier podcast has an outlet. My Frasier love has an outlet. Just like my TNG love has an outlet. Anyway, speaking of outlets, let's get out of here. All right. This is you just you're not going to do a sound. Well, I didn't figure we'd do the rest of it from here, but all right, Andy, let me just punch some more buttons that make no real beeps. Oh, that's a beep. Hang on, I got another. Oh, no, I didn't know. I, I was just trying to get us out of there. Warp energy has increased fourteen percent. Nice reactants per unit time remaining steady. Cool. Here we go, Captain. Captain, we are being hailed. Andy, uh, sound effects work. That's right. I'm all powerful. Um, now, if uh, you remember, uh, you know what? I enjoy Legion quite a bit. Okay. Oh, you're back in the president's circle? You left this conversation and I went back feeling, in there? I have a feeling it would occur to me later. Um, I, uh, I uh, what am I talking about? Oh, so I, uh, as I mentioned on the, um, 
the uh, the, the Picard trailer breakdown in a previous episode. It's called Red Alerts branding, Andy. Come on, Red Alerts. Sorry, in a Red Alert episode, um, I had uh, attempted and failed to buy uh, to buy Matt uh, Benjamin Cisco's baseball. It was a- advertised as being on his desk in every episode. Well, it's not really in every episode. Well, that's what the description said. Well, every episode from the point he gets that ball. I think it was implying that it was in in every episode from the beginning, but I guess it maybe it was just. It, I don't it, recall seeing it until. Does in the I don't know in the it's baseball episode does he get it and then it's suddenly on his desk every episode? <laughs> you don't want to. Spoil Let's just it. say, I have seen that baseball. I knew what it was immediately without reading a description. Whatever the case, Alex Perry wrote us. You should feel good about losing out on. And I spent. I was going to spend what was an abnormally massive amount of money because I was like, what more perfect gift could it be? Um, but uh, he said, you should feel good about losing out on the uh, Cisco baseball in the, in the uh, auction. It was not the Cisco baseball. You, the Cisco baseball didn't have the Starfleet Delta on it. I researched and couldn't find any evidence that it ever had markings on it. And there are some episodes where you get a pretty good view all the way around. Dodged a bullet there. The auction house did not do its research. Really? Yeah. Why do I remember that ball then? With the Starfleet logo that looked like it was in Sharpie. Possibly it was in the baseball episode? Look, I believe Alex Perry. He does his things. Yeah. You know? He sure does. There's no arguing that Alex Perry does his things. He's the, he's, he, I believe his, his uh, avatar is him in a Starfleet uniform. Uh, command division. Who am I going to? I'm not going to argue with him. Not me either. Um, we're going back to the Ensign Row uh, episode now. Um, Scott Brewer writes us. Uh, Ensign Rose Earring. Hey, guys, there's one interesting point about Ensign Rose that doesn't really get what? What about disaster? No one wants to talk about these kids? Yeah, they do, but we're recording it. For those of you who don't know, we're going to be recording another episode fairly soon, and you're probably not going to get your... Uh, your Oh, your... Um, your hails you in, it? so I was figured we'd do those in the next episode. Look, hey, you had a plan. I just didn't know it. Sorry, oh, everybody. Oh, I jumped on 84 for no this reason. Is, this is, this is oh, unbelievable. Oh, that's never happened before. Uh, there is one interesting point about Ensign Good Ro- grief. <laughs> Arg! That doesn't really get touched on in the show, but is visually present nonetheless. She wears her earring on the left, while other Bajorans wear it on the right. This is important because on DS9 it is shown that Bajoran religious figures will assess the spiritual health, uh, feel someone's paw. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Sure. By touching the other person's left ear with the right hand. Because she wears it on the left, she is signaling to Prylars, Vedex, etc. That she, I've never seen Deep Space Nine, I apologize, so I may be saying all this wrong. Um, that she is uninterested in participating in their religious practices. However, by still wearing the earring, she's not excluding herself from Bajoran culture writ large. Uh, also of interest later on DS9, following the Pa Wraiths. These are all yeah, very you, funny you names out of context. That. You got that. <laughs> Uh, where their rings on the left, though they do so to indicate that they have turned their backs on the prophets. Uh, this all sounds like sci-fi gobbledygook to me, uh, not having seen the That's show. That's literally what it is. Yeah, though. I guess That's it the is. the beauty of it. Love the show, guys, Scott. Thank you so much, Scott. Um, this one is a slightly long one. Do you want me to not read it? It's about Romulans and Kardashians. Kardashians? Kardashians. Uh, I see. That's different. That's a horse of a different color, you see? I've told you before, I will never stop saying that wrong, so I'm really apologizing for all the hundreds of episodes in our future. Maybe we should never watch Deep Space Nine. Possibly. You'd say it every time. Possibly. Um, 
It's a long email about the Romulans and the Cardassians. Is it about cloaking technology? What it's is about, it about? It's about their history from a political perspective. <laughs> okay. You found it interesting, so let's hear it. I'm giving it a shot. I did try and cut it down. Dear Andy, by Matt, from Matthew uh, from Canada's, uh, he is okay. He said, feel free to cut it down. Dear Andy, I'm glad to see that all the episodes are coming out, despite how busy is uh, Matt busy Matt is with the new kid, and I'm also glad... Hey, Andy's the one actually working all the time. ...your favorite Ensign is finally on the show. In your discussion of Ensign Rowe, you briefly compared the motivations of Romulans and Kardashians. Uh, You did it again. Oh, I did it again. See, I told you. Uh, A man of my my terrible words. But he's spelling it with a C, right? Yeah. So the word shouldn't look the same at all. It's just my Instagram training that I know that it's. I know the proper pronunciation is Kardashian. Yeah. Um, Romulans and Cardassians. Mm-hmm. After one of you mentioned that the Romulans were originally supposed to be the oppressors of the Bajorans, while I agree with that, the, agree with you that the Romulans were underused. I think that the Cardassians really were the correct choice for uh, Bajoran stories in TNG and DS9. Um, I can speak to their motivations from a comparative political and historical perspective. Wait, hang on. But you really haven't seen much no. of this, so I don't think you should be reading this. He d- uh, said he removes spoilers, but I can... Because it's like you have no context for this. I don't know. I will. I'm reading it because it's... There's no... We have to save this All right, until we get to like a... Matt, when we get to DS9... I don't know that we're ever going to remember that, but... Well, I'm just No, it's not, we don't have to get to DS9. There's going to be more Cardassian Bajoran stuff in TNG. So what I'm asking Matthew from uh, Canada. Canada to do is hit resend this then, and then we don't have to... Because we're so worried about spoiling things for Andy, and contextually, I just feel like we're a little past it. This is the main thing I like is when uh, the responsibility is relieved for me reading a hail. Uh, this one is from Dalton Hunsicker, singer. Who's Dalton Hunsicker? Is that somebody else? Who's got the name Hunsicker? Anybody? I don't know. Anyway, the future <laughs> sure of Roe Lauren. Out there, Andy. If you, if you out there have sounds, that name, right in. familiar. The future of Roe Lauren, no spoilers. Laren. Laren. Really? Roe Laren, yeah. H- how do you spell it? L-A-R-E-N. Oh, then this guy spelled it wrong. Yeah, I probably autocorrected on him because Laren's not a name. I spelled it wrong twice. It's probably uh, autocorrecting. I trust him to spell it, to know what he was typing because he took Ro the time Laren. to write a hail. Yeah, you're right. Wow. I'm a terrible fan of Ro Laren. Um, hey, Matt and Andy, I know that Matt doesn't like stuff from the expanded universe of the books, but I thought y'all might li- uh, find it interesting that Ro Laren eventually beca- became captain of Deep Space Nine. She starts up a relationship with Quark as well. Gross. Uh, personally, I think that would be a cool little thing. Do you think that's really what it means? That she starts it? I know Quark from the pilot. That's the only thing I've seen. Um, personally, I, Do th- I think that's what it means. That they that start they up a romantic a relationship? relationship? Why not? I don't like he's that. He's a Ferengi. He, he's, he's Quark. I'm not a fan. Why? Because Ro Laren should be with like a heroic warrior type. Like, I would see, like, Worf more than... Uh, Nog, maybe. I don't know. Is that his friend? His brother. His brother. And I, and I want to see her with the Frangi. And I apologize for the... You're going to have problems with Chase Masterson and Nog. That's, uh, that's all I'm telling you. Who's Chase Masterson? Never mind. Personally, I think it would be a cool uh, little thing for them to include the new Picard show, since he has always acted as a mentor to her. Have a great day, Dalton H. Front. Oh, that would South be Carolina. cool to put Ro Laren in that show. I would love it. I bet you they're going to. Okay. How much? Uh, $10. I'll take it. 
Oh, and by the way, I owe you ten dollars. You do owe me ten. How do you? Why do you think you owe me ten dollars? Uh, because someone looked up the bet that we had, and I was wrong. Well, I'm reading. We that talked in the next about that episode. So. Oh no! Didn't we read it already? I don't. Why would I have that information in my head? I, th- I don't know. Did we already read it? <laughs> I think we did. If we did, then please let me know. <laughs> Who's going to let you know? The audience. Oh, sure. Everyone bombard Andy with whether or not you heard that email. <laughs> Look, I can't be bothered to remember things. I need them to remember things for me. Um, we're done with the hails. Great job, everybody. Uh, oh, that means I have to... You hit the sound. That's you and the hails. Ugh. <laughs> Close. 22 minutes in and still perfect. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, I blaspheme <laughs> Welcome to Starfleet Academy. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, nice. We would never... We would never... Uh, we could take a tour. You know, I've been to West Point. Yeah, I took a tour of West Point. And did you they wouldn't let me in. I would pass here. No. <laughs> uh, what's next, Andy? I don't remember. How does this show go? You uh, did the hails. Uh, the hails are close. Track. Oh, perfect. It's going to be Romantic by Karen White. Oh, my God. I forgot that I have to do that, too. Sorry. Been no, a while, no. guys. No, no. It's okay. We're just we're dusting Usually, off. we'd be... Just like just firing like on all cylinders. Well, liar, As you all know, machine. we would probably be the best produced podcast in the history of podcasts. Like, you'd be like, oh, my God, did NPR do this? But today, it's a little wacky. Who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody, and they, well, I think it was somebody who was interested in doing a podcast, and they were, and I was saying, well, you should probably edit it. I was, I was like, we don't edit ours. And he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> you never don't edit it at all? No. He said... Well, you must. Nope. I was like, nope. Nope. Uh, what was the song, Andy? I forgot. <laughs> Romantic by Karen White with a K-A-R-Y-N. I don't know that I even, I'm sure I'll recognize this after I hear it, but I don't remember what this is. Or not. I mean, we've had, I feel like we've had like five songs that we haven't remembered, which is actually not terrible considering how many songs we've heard, you know? That's true. So, Andy... Well, they're all number ones. Here's what I have to do, right? How depressing is that, that you have a number one song and someone might not remember it? Well, look, we were both very busy in 1991. <laughs> you were doing all things. All right, all I was right. doing things. We were doing different things. So uh, very, very cute. <laughs> Andy's... I'll say that. Before I even hear the voice, I'll tell you, she's got a good cover. <laughs> She, uh, a long black and white cover. I like I like a simple cover. It's very classy. Yep, yep. The title of the album is Ritual of oh, Love. I guess I would listen to a show where Andy described album covers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... I, well, would it be that much more of a waste of time? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe 15% more of a waste of time? Nah. <laughs> what is happening over there? Uh, I'm trying to pull the date, you know, because that's what I do. I, I say can tell you what episode. the date is. October 20th. No, no. All right. Mm. 21? 28th, 1991. Oh, Andy, it was October 28th, 1991. <laughs> uh, uh, TVs were tuned to Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> the episode was The Game. It's very. What funny. was happening in the world? What are you doing? you got to play the song. Oh, I, I related yes. with my fault. That was my fault. U.S. Radio Audience is warmed up to Romantic by Karen White. There we go. There it is. Don't know it yet. Well, it's got a catchy open. Got a classic baby baby open. I have no idea what this is. 
Um, well, in the UK, Brian Adams still held sway with Everything I Do, I Do It For You. Scarlet by Ang- Alexandra Ripley was back on the bestseller list. And House Party 2 led at the box office. Uh, Nor'easter struck up struck the Upper Eastern Seaboard that would eventually develop in 1991's Oh, the Blizzard of 91. That's right. I remember that. Um, Highlander 2, The Quickening, is finally released in U.S. theaters to disastrous reviews. Thank God we got that. Sequel retconned several key plot points out of the original film. Yeah, which is very silly of them to do. Leading to several different editions in later years to address the inconsistencies. I didn't know that. What canon does the TV show go on, fan of the of the TV well, show. you know, they merged the two cannons. Oh, they did? Yeah, in the, in the third movie or the fourth movie. Was Duncan, the third movie any good? Duncan McLeod uh, and Connor McLeod. Same clan. They were was both the in movie the movie? Any, yes, they the were. third movie? Oh, yeah. That's kind of nice. Endgame, I believe, is the name of the movie. A lot of people wow, use Endgame. Wow, a lot of people use Endgame as a title. Yeah. It is occurring to me. Uh, maybe we should have an episode called Endgame. I guess we will when we get to Voyager. Uh, the Game Genie for the NES was still an extremely popular peripheral, despite legal issues between Nintendo and Galoob at the time. And then he says, see what I did there? The Game Genie. Secunda. Uh, this is what Matthew Kirk writes. Um, <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Matthew This is Kirk. what Matthew Kirk writes. Yes. I did not say that. I was trying to differentiate my voice to a computer voice. <laughs> time Magazine's cover featured the Iran-Contra fall guy in uniform with the caption, Exclusive. Ollie North tells his story. Reagan knew everything. And that is it for this day in Trek, which of course brings us, Matt. It's uh, time for me to ask uh, Andy, what the what was the chairman of the board himself up to at this point in time? We're talking October 1991. Frank October 28th. Come on. To be specific. Da, 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 da. Time for that segment everybody hates. <laughs> Time for Frank Sinatra, come on. Nice. Frank is still resting Why up before the launch into the final concerts on his Diamond Jubilee World Tour. I feel like every week for a while it's going to be he's still resting. Until the eternal snooze. <laughs> Did he die during the run of Star Trek? No, he died in 90s. Six, oh, wow. say, ninety-seven, maybe. Well, have made it. Good for you, Frank. Maybe this is a good time to cover some basics. Born on, oh, nice. He's branching out. I love it. Born on December twelfth, nineteen fifteen. He first sang with the Hoboken Four and appeared on the major Bose Amateur Hour. He made several recordings in the thirties on his own and with the Harry James Band, but they were not commercial successes. His first big hit was in nineteen forty as he became the lead singer for the Tommy Dorsey Band and recorded Polka Dots and Moonbeams. Well, that was just good news right there. Yep. Thanks, Frankie. Uh, All right, Andy, it's the game. This was directed by Corey Allen. Teleplay by Mr. Brandon Braga. Story by Susan Sackett, Fred Bronson, and Brandon Braga. Speaking of Brandon Braga, you hear that uh, the Orville's moving over to Hulu exclusively. Yeah, I wonder. That has to affect the budget, no? Oh, I'd assume. It's going to be tough to do a big, big Hope they can still afford to hire directors like Jonathan Frakes. Uh, Looking out for his pal. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. During his first visit back aboard 
It's very late, guys. Saints entering the Academy. I just really wanted him to say aboard the Enterprise. He's missing a fucking... This is not a sentence. No. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Emma checks off his game, too. Holy Maybe shit. This is, I'm going to read the entire sentence to you. You tell me how long... I'm gonna, this is a long sentence. Okay. I'm going to read this entire sentence. Here I we go. forward to it. <clears throat> During his first visit back aboard since entering the academy, Wesley Crusher falls for young engineering Robin, engineering ensign Robin Leafler, while the rest of the crew seem to fall for a new interactive video game that is worn over the eyes like antique eyeglasses and rewards the player with a pleasurable sensation. That is a lot of words. <laughs> Holy that shit, sentence. that's a sentence. That I love how he threw right. in antique eyeglasses. It's not in the fucking dialogue that is just observational gold by dr trek himself Riker has brought the game back from his latest trip to risa and it proves so popular wesley and rob begin to get the creeps it seems as if the others are playing it all the time uh oh 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 andy what's wrong i'm having some trouble indeed they are all over Sensor scans show that the game includes chemical release from the brain that leads to psychological addiction and interrupts the higher reasoning process. All of the crew members are affected, except for Data, who's mysteriously injured shortly after Riker brought him aboard. Wesley and Robin find the android and cannot reactivate him. They decide to fake the addiction to avoid suspicion. Shortly thereafter, uh, Atana Joel, Riker's date on Ryza, appears. She had passed on the game as part of the plan to conquer... She had passed on the game as part of a plan to conquer the Federation one starship at a time. She now orders an all-too-compliant crew to begin distributing the game to other vessels. The crew soon catches on to Wesley and Robin's deception. They capture and convert Robin, who tells them to, where to find Wesley. Uh, they're about to force him in to play the game. Data emerges carrying a neuro-optic burst device. In Flash reverses the game's effect, robbing uh, at nine or would-be foot soldiers just in time. Here we go. I love Flirty Riker. Oh my gosh. Is he the best at flirtiness? It is so silly. <laughs> you, you don't need that. Yes, I, do. I feel like the perspective on sexuality in this episode is like from the it's like from a like an eleven year old. It's like they asked an eleven year old what he thinks about sex. Definitely he. I think you chase a girl around. And she's giggling. Well, Andy, this is not about sex. This is about foreplay. See what I'm saying here? The game. The game. The game is them playing. I have a terrible problem down here on rice. Give me that. Go get it. By the way, I uh, also can't believe she would throw his communicator out the window like that. Yeah, it's not cool. I mean, he's the first officer on the Federation flagship. Yeah. Someday his best friend, Captain Jean-Luc Picard, will sit out at the Chateau Picard every night yeah. hoping to hail the Enterprise, but it never answers back. It's That's true. our theory. Go listen to the Red Alert episode. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> I gotta say, Ryza looks a lot like Miami. Like color wise, this looks like this is what I imagine. That is accurate. This is what I imagine Blanche's room looked like yeah. in Golden Girls. You know, because she's always <laughs> betting the men. She's uh, it's probably like this beautiful, like soft light ceiling fan. Probably the door probably opens to the lanai. 
<laughs> How often does Ryder I, by the way, go to Rice City, you think? I'd do a Golden Girls after show too. Oh, would you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Stacked writer's room in there. Uh, what? You, how often does he go to Riza? I would yeah. say whenever he gets shore leave. So I would probably say he probably takes shore leave. I would guess Riker takes shore leave every 280 days. Mm. He's like, I'm going to take a week. That's a that's not that frequently for for Riker. I, I guess feel like nobody else does it either. I guess he's doing his stuff in the in the <laughs> holodeck all the time anyway. But also like to get the ship to swing through that system when this is a ship that goes to the edge of the galaxy, like it's exploring deeper and deeper into the galaxy. Right. Just really takes a lot of effort for him to get the ship back there. Riker is, I wonder if he's altering crew manifests just to be like we yeah, gotta swing by Starbase 26 hey, again. Why don't we go... Uh, I am so, we gotta I swing know. by Starbase But I know we're gonna have to go warp 9 to get there on time, but I really think we should uh, just go through the Risa system. <laughs> I keep my eyes open or closed. Open. What am I seeing? The playing field. So, Andy, you take these discs oh, and you put them into the gramophone speaker. <laughs> you see Why the a gramophone? Because you're, those are records. Those are tiny records. Oh, okay. yeah. Make the disc go into the cup. I think every time they... Don't do that. <laughs> every time they... Every time they put the game on, everyone should... Every, the first reaction should have been like, that's it? This game is really stupid. <laughs> it just looks like a terrible game. It does, but also I love I'd love one of the prop games. You'd love one of the props? If I had a prop of the, one of the games, that'd be yeah. great. It'd be a fun thing to have. What's this? Oh, it's from that episode, <laughs> The Game, where everyone gets super addicted. <laughs> I gotta say, Frakes is, is the... He, did, he handles it the best. Which is just sort of calm ecstasy, not absurd. He like, handles it like Troy handles some ice cream. Oh my god, that sequence. Captain Blog, Stardate 45. I can't believe Brandon Braga wrote this episode. I gotta Tele- be honest teleplay, with you. Teleplay, teleplay. What? Oh, what are you saying? He didn't do stories. Three, three stories. Susan so Beckett. He was just, this was, he was just, this was foisted on him as well. Susan Beckett, Fred Brownson, and Brandon Bach. Oh, he also has story credit. I just, I, I don't care for this episode. I would not have said you need to watch it. Do you want to wrap this up? Huh? You want to just wrap it up and give you your Andes? Okay. That'd be kind of delightful. <laughs> we would be, we would be anger so, so many people. It'd be so mean to just make the Red Alert episode longer. By the way, Commander, yeah. we've only been off for three weeks. So all the, it feels, by the way, it feels so much longer to me. made a snide comment about, like, oh, well, uh, like, oh, f- uh, so I guess, all right, I'll take this red alert episode. The other people actually kind of jumped on him. But, uh, we take it. It's like, uh, we didn't have to do an extra it. bonus episode, and we've only even gone I, three weeks. I literally called Andy, I texted Andy while I was in New York. I was going to record over Skype Yeah. Uh, for you guys, because I thought it would be a fun thing. And that one guy had to ruin it for nobody. You can still enjoy it. That's the beauty of opinions. I think it was well intended. Yeah, of course. FYI. Of course. I think it. Yeah, the prize from Risa. I didn't need to see it. Talking, talking, talking. <laughs> I, you know, we got that email a couple months back, and I try to be good about not playing over, you know, when you're talking. Because I, oh, yeah. I know when I'm going to start talking, so I know when I can hit the pause or whatever. But, like, to try to get gauge Andy. Oh, well, that one was that one I was talking out of turn. Most of the time I feel like I No, no, but I'm saying I'm I'm saying I'm trying to 
be better about well, it's it. Fine. I and it's hard. That. It's I'm just illustrating to the audience. It's a little harder than you'd think because you got, I'm looking in an opposite direction of Andy. If he was like over me, it'd probably be a lot easier. But you can hear me. Yes, but you stop a sentence, and I think that's the end of the sentence, and you keep going. Not that it's bad. You're doing great. I gotta go. And we are on our way to an uncharted area called the Phoenix Cluster. We're all anticipating that... This was the first episode to air after Gene Roddenberry's death. No, I think... Oh, wasn't the way next to, one? Way to kick him while he was down. I'm according oh, to, uh, according to general trivia. Yeah, right. The next one they say, was the one I watched the beginning of the next one. That's, that's yes. where they say... This aired four days after he died, uh, so they weren't ready to slap that onto the videotape. Historic yeah, first sad. look at the region. It's starting to get busy around here. Five new science teams just beamed in from the Zukov. The quarters are filling up fast. On top of everything, there's been a change. We've been given only two weeks to complete the exploration. New incident. Two weeks? That's not enough time to explore a region that size. I thought we had five weeks. Commander, Starfleet has added a diplomatic mission to Oceanus 4. Well, I'm leaving it up to you to make sure that all the science... Guaranteed, Andy. It's a diplomatic mission helping dolphins. I was going to ask. Because it's Oceanus. It's got to be Dolphins, what is it? right? What's I don't know. Thing? I would love to see that. I'm sure it's in some sort of terrible novel. Equal chance of completing their research. Welcome, Captain Picard. <laughs> Please let us help you. We're going to help you navigate in space. We hear you are dis- not treating your crewmen and cetacean ops very well. You're always trying to go through things instead of over or under. And one piece of good news, we're to rendezvous yeah. with a shuttle carrying Wesley Crusher. He's on vacation from the Academy. FYI. So Riker. Wesley Crusher goes all the way from fucking San Francisco yeah. to wherever the fuck this is. Yeah, that is a long way. It's a long trip. Uh, Riker, by the way, is already being mind-controlled. He's really pulling it off in a way that the other people are all acting so weird after they're mind controlled. He's acting totally normal. You know, I, was, I thought that while I was watching. But also, if you're watching this game, yeah, this movie, this TV show, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was man. thinking about this as yeah. I was watching it. If you don't know this episode and know what that game does, yeah. this episode has no act break. Or teaser, you mean? No, no. I mean, or first act break. Act break. Yes, right. Because it literally is just well, regular Riker doing a great job being Riker. Or teaser. Yeah. Regular Riker. Great job being yeah. Riker. Going around, assigning. This is like what the first officer does. Yeah. He's assigning crews to things. He's figuring out how to get the resources evenly sent out. Really feels like an ops situation. Data should be handling most of it. Um, but uh, he's doing all that. And then like this, the, the act ends with him being like, you got to try this game. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like the music sting is so dramatic. Yeah, uh, it's the music. Will he try this game? <laughs> the music is the only the only hint to the viewer that yeah. anything is wrong. Need an extra hand around. I here. wonder if the editor didn't know. And originally, it was like <laughs> do, 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 do. no, no, we we don't have a we don't have an act break unless you make that ominous. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Why couldn't you just sort of? hint at what the game was actually doing in the teaser. Your job is to do exactly what we say. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I run out of the bed. Uh, Ashley Judd. She's so great in this. She's efficient and smart and cute as a button. Well, Ashley Judd. What? I'm a... I, just, I had such a crush on Ashley Judd when I was a From youngster. this or post? 
Uh, I would say it was probably from this, maybe from Along Came a Spider, maybe from... Those are much later, weren't they? Uh, Jeopardy, Double Jeopardy, maybe from... <laughs> These are all her later movies. <laughs> that was the, what, 98, 99? I can't remember. Oh. I was working at Blockbuster, maybe 2000. What is Ashley Judd's claim to fame? What do you mean? She's just Ashley Judd. She is Ashley Judd. She does everything. I feel like she just like was suddenly Ashley Judd, and I don't know what her big breakout thing was. Ah, uh, cuffs. That's what it was. <laughs> of me no. being in love with both Natalie Portman and Ashley Judd, and probably I did see that movie in the theater, and I probably wait. Do you have the name of it, or are you just showing me her IMDb? I have her credits. I don't uh, scroll back to like two thousand, and uh, I would guess two thousand and three. Uh, oh, this one, Divine let's... Secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. No, but I enjoyed that as well. Did you see that? Uh, Where the heart is. It was two thousand. There it is. Where the heart is, guys. Yeah, Matt. I enjoyed is her a big in fan heat. of the Ashley Judd oeuvre. Because um, she got a great ass. That's what I remember her from. I, I would do more, <laughs> but my throat hurts every time I do that line. You got your head all the way up in. Um, Weird Pacino. I don't like heat. Oh, you don't like heat? I like a lot of heat, and well, I love the. How do you not like fight. heat? Natalie, that's a Natalie Portman, Ashley Judd uh, again, in that heat. movie. Where's Natalie Portman? She's the daughter. Oh, is she? Oh, I don't remember that. Um, I love heat. She tries to kill herself in the tub. It's a suicidal gesture. Oh, yeah. Some of us like heat more than Andy, and I don't even like it that much. An observation schedule's right now. Come on. De Niro facing off with Pacino? But that was the thing about that movie that killed me. What? There is no single frame that contained the two of them. I think there's one. No, there isn't. It is all over the shoulder. It drove me crazy. You're talking about a huge... Al Pacino, by the way, just another record. This is 2000 and whatever, Matt, Myra. Fucking! I owned every Al Pacino on every Al Pacino movie on fucking DVD. Yeah, I'm like I'm oh. trying to get everything. All right, Serpico, Serpico took forever to come out on DVD. Like I, every Al Pacino movie I I saw up through God knows when. Proved wrong. There is a shot of them at the top. Oh yeah, you tell me that's not a mat. I don't think they were there the same day. I think I that's think a match. I think they had that level of like, I think technology a, at that point. You didn't see Back to the Future 2? Oh, yeah. Where there's 14 Marty McFly's? But I don't buy that. I do. I, I think that's don't. the best there's kept no, secret in Hollywood. Oh, here I you swear go. Look, to God. Here's them both talking to Michael Mann in that shot. He's well, he should have used that shot more. production still? <laughs> Maybe. I'm telling you. Way. It really annoyed me. There's like literally, they, they sh- they're too far apart. Not to not to jump down Michael Mann's throat. Great director. Uh, I love Michael Mann. I love that. But movie. that that bothered me. That always bothered me. Thank God we got Marty Scorsese making a two hundred million dollar movie called The Irishman. Turtle is sensor availability. Yeah, especially since two new exobiologists and three stellar cartographers have joined us from the Zukov. Fifteen science teams, only two weeks, and one long range array doesn't make for a great combination. What about the lateral sensors? They're booked solid for planetary observation. And the gamma ray scanner. Good on them for getting all this techno babble bullshit in this walk and talk. Yeah, I agree. We're reprogramming them now. Leffler, a moment of your time, please. You know Robin Leffler? Of course. And the work around here has been so sensational, I've decided to make her a mission specialist. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. All right, specialist. What is our sensor status? We're increasing the available bandwidth so more science teams can use the sensors at once. We figured out a way to do it by multiplexing the array. Can we have that done before we arrive? 
Yes, sir. You can count on it. Keep it up, Leffler. She'll be captain, Leffler, in no time. Oh, this is him. This is him pitching the game to uh, Jordy, which I thought was a bad volley. Here we go. Yada, yada. Everything's so busy. Engineering slammed. Hey, Jordy. Why'd you play this game? You're right. <laughs> we have that done before we were. It's like... Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't play it well. The only thing worse is Keep it up, when he's investigating Data's sudden demise. I brought something back from Ryza that you have got to try. I'd love to, but I'm running a full sensory calibration in about 10 minutes. Can I wait? Of course. I'll catch up with you later. Mm-hmm. He, see, even he is... He played it cool there. Yeah. I don't know everybody else plays it. Maybe you it's because it maybe they're all better strat. He's just a better strategist at how to no, 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 mess no, no, no. with people than everybody else. As is. we've established in this show, one of your one of your constant problems, Andy, okay. with the Star Trek: The Next Generation, I believe, go ahead, is that no one feels like a human being who knows how to have a good time. Riker's the only one on this ship who knows how to have a good time and be a cool dude. <laughs> I see. That's why he's so cool about it. That really makes sense. He's to into him, games. He the, probably he probably doesn't even know it's controlling him. He the, probably literally is like, <laughs> he thinks I'm having hey, a great time. this is a good game. You guys have got to try this. <laughs> He's surprised when he has any other agenda. He's like, oh, shit, everyone's really into this game. Right. <laughs> That's a really good point. That's why it's so, everybody else is acting bizarre because yeah, for they them, don't it's, play a, games. it's a huge reversal on their personality, yeah. but for him, it's the same. It's like, hey, it's pretty that, cool. That is I can still do a great job at what I'm doing. That is dead on. This scene. He laughs at it. Also, I don't buy for one second that these two become, in, you know, you're my anxiety, etc. You know, beloved, you know, the one true love, whatever the Bajorians want to call it. And at no point in their previous relationship before getting on board the ship does the fact that he doesn't like chocolate come up. No, it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I almost took it that she he knew she liked chocolate, but she had never given him this rap on it. But even that I find to be bullshit. But it's so clear that she, she likes chocolate. It's a thing about Deanna Troy. It's, it's one of the few written personality aspects the crew, the writer staff has given her. By the way, if you had a primarily romantic relationship with her and you don't know that about her, you're a terrible boyfriend. F- flip side of that. She's a fucking empath. She doesn't know he doesn't like chocolate from get the get-go. Yeah. <sighs> That's our biggest problem with this episode. <laughs> Thanks. I don't like fudge. Really? I never met a chocolate I didn't like. Oh, fudge yeah. specifically. But still, what I'm saying is... Doesn't it taste good? Mm, of course it does, but... It's not just a matter of taste. It's the whole experience... First of all, you have to spoon the fudge around the rim, leaving only the ice cream. <laughs> right now he's like, you're fucking crazy. Fudge is gross. <laughs> Gently spoon the ice cream around the sides like this you're is, sculpting it. So like, she's making Rocky Road. Are those white chocolate chips? It look like white chocolate chips. And regular chips. chocolate chips. I like white chocolate Sure. everyone an event. This is like three minutes of television airtime that is spent on this, and it's like weird fan fiction. Weird fan fiction. I like, I, I like it. I like the character moment for her. I don't because it is awkward. like it's sort of like an explanation of how much I'm talking over this stuff clip too. Uh, it's like a, it's it's a little more color for her character, I think. Of like, what does she like about chocolate? And it's colored in. Because I gotta tell you, plot-wise, nothing else is happening. 
I don't mind the. I don't mind. Yeah, but the, that's a problem. I don't mind the downbeat while we're waiting on something to happen. Yeah, but don't. You have control of a script. Don't don't write the downbeat. Sadly, I don't. They made you this. Don't. But I. But to me, it's always like every, we're constantly complaining about the characterization of Troy. This is what you're going to take time on. Like I don't have a problem with it being a side thing. But as you say, this has. It's like not moving anything forward. Well, it is because this he sees this is in. I brought something back from Risa. Jordy didn't want to play it. Chocolate. Oh. What is it? Just a game. Try to get a record into a phonograph. That was the expert. They both smile. They both smile. And then it's very dangerous. Uh, <laughs> trumpet of the music and a cymbal. Uh, but the, it is crazy to me that we don't get at Wesley until the first in the second act. Look, you gotta tell me that that's flawed writing. I gotta tell you that, or you gotta. Yeah, I don't have to tell you that. Me. You know that, <laughs> and I don't get it. Thank you. Wait till you see her. She's a spitting image of her dad. So where is everybody? Is my mom around? The senior <laughs> checks the hallway. Uh, where is everybody? They must be in the hallway. Staff is in a meeting. I think you You're supposed they were to go gonna... to your mother's quarters. Welcome, Emma. Oh. Do you think it'd be all right if I dropped in just to say hi? I'll check. So they were all waiting up there. Yeah. Knowing that he's going to say, can I go to the bridge? Or do they all rush up from our quarters to the bridge when they hear this? So you're pre- you're presupposing that they, I bet they had to go through Chief O'Brien so they could beam him to wherever he was going. He beams everybody sight to sight that to wherever be, they're going. Be, yeah. What a great way to do surprise parties in the future. As long as he can stop by the observation lounge to say hi. I suppose that is acceptable. It's a Thanks. nice touch that Worf is playing it cool. And that Worf made a cake. Yeah, I mean, is, we got to get birthdays. in on this cake situation. Oh, I, wonder, I do wonder if that's Call like a crazy living test. creatures inside Pressure. kind of Klingon cake. Prius. Ooh. <laughs> Your Latin is improved. You're looking Ooh, very do we know what that means? You really do that cadet uniform justice, Wesley. Very good. I bet you're driving all the girls wild. Wesley. <laughs> Garbokian pound cake. I made it myself. Thanks, Worf. Wesley, was our attempt to make you uncomfortable effective? That you better was. had to have been a cut. That There must have been a very funny... Hang on. I don't want to say very funny. There must have been a funny scene. Pre, uh, before he walks in, yeah. he must have had some sort of downbeat where a discussion happened. Because look at the way everyone's acting, right? There must have been some cut thing where Worf is like, I hope Wesley likes the surprise. Everyone's like, I hope Wesley likes the surprise. I got him. I made him blah, blah, blah. And then Worf is like, I made him this cake. Blah, 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 blah. Try some. And everyone's like, ooh, Worf made a cake. It's probably gross. And then they eat it. And it's like, okay, it's not going to kill me. And that, Because look at the way everyone is acting in this in, when I play this. Okay. Oppido <laughs> bonum. Your Latin is improved. You're looking very handsome. You really do that cadet uniform justice, Wesley? I bet you're driving all the girls wild. Huh? Wesley. Tarbokian pound cake. I made it myself. It, Thanks. You're not looking. I saw. I saw. She shook her head like she was like, oh, you're going to have to eat this. Yeah, but look at these two in the background. 
What are you reading? You're trying to find out the Latin bullshit they're saying? I want to see. Who cares? I want to see if there was a cut scene that, so I could look up the thing that well, you're saying. Well, that's more important there. than I allow it. But I want you to look at it. Okay. Just watch. Just oh. take your eyes off your screen. Oh, Jesus Christ. And watch the thing that we're showing the audience. I was looking for information for the thing you were arguing. I know, but I'm not arguing. I'm All like, right, there just, must be just a thing. hit it. Andy, I just want you to look at it to see just Frakes breaking. It. Frakes breaks in the background. All right. Girls wild. Huh? Wesley. Garbokian pound cake. I made it myself. Thanks, Worf. Wesley, was our attempt to make you uncomfortable effective? <laughs> you bet it was. For a second there, I thought I was on the wrong Frakes ship. is breaking in the background. That's great, and you're saying because you. I'm saying there must this this Tarvokian pound cake. Yeah, no, the Frakes break I think is a real break Uh from Jonathan that they left in. The I'm saying that there there has there's got to be a scene in some draft. Yeah, that is about this Tarvokian pound cake. Oh, there is right here. Um. Worf, who's been busy serving the cake, offers Wesley a piece. Uh, the cake looks dark and heavy. Tvorking pound cake. I made it myself. Thanks, Worf. Uh, Wesley takes the plate, and his arm falls slightly from the weight of it. The cake literally weighs a pound. He takes a bite, reacts to the richness of the cake. During the scene, cake is served all around, everyone holding their little plates. People start to mingle, branching off into small groups. Oh, they expect it to be a much bigger group than uh, than it was. Nothing before that, huh? Uh no, the rest of the scene as written. And we, even before that, I'm saying this. Did you search for the word cake? Yeah, I did. This was and that's what came up. Cake. Yes. I feel like there's something else in there. Sorry, Pat. but at least they did make a bigger deal of the cake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a funny Brent Spiner. Yes, that was this funny. This is awkward. But, I must also laugh. But this is a classic. Like the joke is terrible, and like they could have had a decent joke leading up to the, his uncomfortable laugh. They don't have to have all the jokes be bad. Well, I mean, the cake's so heavy. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to be surprised. Are you here to work or to play, Mr. Crusher? Sir. I know you're on vacation. Probably like to sleep, spend some time in the holodeck. But if you're so inclined, we could use your help with the Phoenix Cluster survey. Sounds great, sir. Excellent. See another thing. Seems like uh, Riker would have said you're here to work or play because I've got this game. But <laughs> he misses an opportunity. Too there. soon. <laughs> What was your first year like? Although I did extremely well scholastically, my lack of human understanding often created social obstacles. Like what? I particularly remember the phenomenon of practical jokes, several of which I fell victim to. Tell me about it. The first week that I was there, this guy named Adam Martoni reprogrammed the sonic shower to cover me with mud. It took me a while, but I got him back really good. Good for you. Thanks. I also found social gatherings difficult. There was one event, an academy tradition, the Sadie Hawkins dance. They still hold it every year. A notably awkward experience. I know what you mean. I can't even dance. Really? Your mother is quite an expert. She recently taught me. (laughs) The dancing doctor? Yeah, she tried to teach me too, but I just don't have the knack. I would be happy to teach you dancing. See, this is a downbeat I like. We find out a lot about the characters. Oh, now it's, he likes it because it's not about chocolate. It's not because it's not weird. 
It's just like the two characters acting on character. And I love the stuff about him being in Starfleet. That would be a great thing to find out. To see, rather. Him being in Starfleet originally. Do we ever see that? No. We had a nice thing to flash back to. No. Who do we see in the Academy in flashback? Picard you'll see in the Academy at some point. Picard from the show Star Trek Picard? (laughs) The same. (laughs) Michael Chabon's Captain Picard. It's the signal flow. All right. I love how this workstation is just added to this pool table. You might try calibrating them manually. Excuse me? The detectors, they tend to get temperamental. You can try calibrating them by hand. You're kidding. The computer has to do this. No. Look. The subroutine lets you do it from the panel. This is great. Law 17, when all else fails... Uh, Why? I feel like Leslie would be like, okay. He wouldn't be fighting it. Yeah, he'd be like, the Wesley we know and love uh, would be like, okay. And she'd be like, wow, you calibrated that really fast. Well, I know my way around these systems. That would be the scene I would write. Because yeah. Wesley Crusher it did seem a little took bit, a demotion to go to Starfleet Academy. It, it did seem a little bit atypical, but I also feel like it was a nice workaround that Wesley probably would have the ultimate faith in the, in the computer system itself. Yeah. And, yeah. and I like that she's uh, shown I to be someone who's... I would have uh, liked him to do his thing very yeah. quickly, uh-huh. say it worked, and then it for it to fail miserably, right. and then for her to have to step in and go, boop, 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 now it worked. Yeah, that would have worked too. But that whatever the case, fun. characterization. Let's wise, think of more Ashley Judd scenes. Of all the of all the the women, the female characters in Star Trek, I like that they establish that she's competent and efficient, and good at her job. And in two episodes, the end. Why was she only? In two? I guess she was became successful and then left. But uh, or they probably just were like, we wrote a good character. We should stop using it. <laughs> It's very strange. Thanks. Sure. What a cute couple. Wesley, too. What a a tall drink of water. uh, You said couple. We got that you meant Wesley, too, Andy. That's right. Robin Leffler. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Let me act like a... This is weird. Your neutrinos are drifting. The what? He acts like a just staring at her. He acts like a person who's meeting Ashley Judd. Well, that's fair, but I but I, I think feel he's like, doing a great job. I feel like he was, and they, also the way he turned back to the console, I thought was very good. That was funny, but I feel like they played that moment as though he's kind of looking at her a, a little bit cockily, but at the same time, he's clearly nervous and thrown by her. Like, oh, I didn't get any cockiness out of that look. I don't know if you look at that again. I'm, I'm going to look at it again. All right, you tell me. I I'm going like, to look at it. I just see. He's looking at her confidently. What I say. see here, yeah. Andy, uh, you know, presuppose it is is a little, uh, you know, some birds fly into the scene. Cartoon, <laughs> cartoon birds, obviously carrying a like a like a like little hearts. Yeah, and then like in the corner by this uh, door, uh-huh. uh, like a little cupid pops yeah, in, shoots him with an arrow. You sure. can see the moment the arrow hits. Okay. Ready? Yeah. I'm Wesley. Does it have right there, surprise? when he bites his bottom lip. Just back from the academy. That's right. Robin Leffler. He doesn't stop shaking her hand. Aye. 
Hi. Hi. <laughs> Your neutrinos are drifting. For what? <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll buy it. He bought it, everybody! That Cupid had Q's face. And the stellar physicists. Oh, I like Each it. wishes to be the first to use... Oh, my God, because of Cupid? Yeah, I did. Guys, I'm getting Andy's better at puns. making Star Trek jokes. I'm doing it, guys. The thermal imaging array. Well, tell him to flip a coin. We've got to work together on this mission, otherwise we're never going to get it done. <laughs> I look coin. frustrated, Jordy. I, I also like data think, processing the whole coin thing and going, that is a fair way to do it. And then he just, like... The way Data makes the decision, Brent Spiner's acting when he makes the decision to go replicate a coin. Yeah. I, I, I like it because he's. it literally looks like an android deciding that that is a, actually, yes, that is the fairest way to do it. Each wishes to be the first to use the thermal imaging array. Well, tell him to flip a coin. We've got to work together on this mission, otherwise we're never going to get it done. A coin. Very good. I will replicate one immediately. Dr. Crusher to Data. Data here. Do you have a minute to join me in Good delivery. Bay? I need your help with something. Good delivery, yes, Brent Spiner. On my way. Good delivery, everybody. We're in season five. Everyone knows what they're doing now. You know, that's what I like about late season, middle season of long dramas. I'll say this is, uh, Beverly does a good job of sabotaging uh, Data here. I think she plays it right. Yeah, I mean, this is, by the way, the only moment in the show that Riker acts like he's under the control of anything. <laughs> it's the only moment in the show where he doesn't act like Riker. Yeah, it's true. Computer, secure sick bay. All oh, here's sick a theory. Also going, it kind of goes along with your, your part of it. Because he wouldn't have a boner, so they can't have him out there because they'd know he wasn't onto the game. <laughs> yeah, they would see immediately. Uh, no, he's a good poker player, so he's better bluffing than all these people. That's why he sure. seems like he's normal and, and faking it correctly. Faking it correctly. I mean, this is a nice little act break. Then we have a tea situation with Boothby. We're talking about how good how Boothby is. And... Oh, yeah. Play the beginning of the scene. Too. I have... Play it 16, 20-ish. Here we go. The first week that I was there, I went and met Boothby. Oh. How is old Boothby? I, um... I hope he didn't tell you a lot of stories about me. He didn't remember you, sir. At first. I found an old yearbook photo of you and he remembered you right away. What is this he moment for? He sit, plays plays it straight. He didn't remember you, sir. Well, <laughs> Until you know, a second later. And it's not like he's fucking with it's him. A, it's like, it's what's a lost, happening? I guarantee you. Uh-huh. It's a lost through line that was in a draft of the script of the pranks. Because the surprise party happens, Data's telling about, they're talking about pranks, Leffler mentions pranking people, there's like an element of surprise that goes, that like is sort of like a ghost of a thing that was in the script at some point, I'm sure, that got taken out post-table draft, I think. You you think that's a remnant? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a leftover. It's a hanging chad of a story that used to be there. Um, It's the only reason. Possibly. It's the only reason. All right, I find it questionable, but okay. <laughs> oh, there's a spider on my... <laughs> there's a spider on my computer. That's a spider, Andy. It's not going to kill you. A spider. Are you really? Yeah, I'm not, I don't, they're not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to release it? Yeah, I can get it out. 
Be right back. I was afraid it was going to give me radioactive powers. Why would you be afraid of that? That's the thing you want. Yeah, I guess that would be fun. Although I get nauseous playing the Spider-Man video game, so it seems like that wouldn't be a good plan. That'd be so. What a waste that would be if I got radioactive Spider-Man powers and then I'm like, hooray! And then immediately I got nauseous on my first web swing. Ugh. What a waste. Although I'd still be able to sense danger and knock out bad guys thwack thank you for rescuing me Matt you're welcome I could have done that there's one there's one potted plant out there that gets so many spiders from us I have released several spiders and caught them I was just caught off guard because my hand was on the keyboard then suddenly there was a spider there maybe it came out of you and not the keyboard I'm filled with spiders yeah you could be filled with spiders like that um the creature and the thing that's filled with spiders oh wait what are you talking about I don't know what I'm talking about. I remember something filled with spiders. Anyway, long story longer. Here we go. Crush you to Captain Picard. Go ahead, Doctor. I need you in sickbay immediately. On my way. Oh, wait, go back. Go back like 20 seconds, I think. What do you need? What do you need? 20 seconds would be this exact moment. Well, no, it's before that. But he says, what, what do the initials AF mean? Which I thought was funny. <laughs> I guess Wesley, it stands for uh, as fuck. It's a way to accentuate how intense the situation is. And I thought it was funny. And not in context. It seems not as funny, really. If not funny at all. So you are someone who lives on uh, your social medias. Yeah. So the AF would have popped out at you like that. I, I can see how that could be funny, Andy. You don't you, you consider yourself not living on the social medias anymore? No. What a waste of a hundred thousand Twitter followers! Uh, I've tweeted once in the last uh, month and a half. Sitting on that power. There's no power, anybody. It's. I feel better. My life's better without it. Oh, I'm sure. You know, Instagram too. I like post one picture of a baby every couple of days and. You've been I posting a lot with the baby I don't look and the at, guitar. Uh, yeah, I was going to do it every day, and then I was like, I'm not going to do this. I don't even go on Instagram every day. Why would I do this? Somebody told me they really liked it. Good. Because it's a good baby with a good guitar. Every day, it's a different guitar. It's the baby guitar of the day. <laughs> it's the hashtag that only I have used. <laughs> Seemed to check out, and his power cells are active. From what I can tell, his higher functions are... Attack, but the signals aren't getting from his brain to the rest of his body. It's like he's in a coma. Data performs self-diagnostic routines on a regular basis. We should take a look at his logs. They may reveal something. I recommend going through his quarters as well. Never know what we might find. Agreed. Continue the analysis. Keep me informed. Now, is everyone... Jordy's not involved? He's not. He's not controlled no. yet. No. Okay. Because you remember that he's trying to investigate the his friend's horrible accident right now yeah. and Riker's like now might be the time to try this game out <laughs> duty logs they all appear normal there's no evidence of anything that could lead to data shutdown maybe we should ask his cat <laughs> I guess I'd better get back to sickbay see if there's any change in his condition Dr. Crusher's got everything under control Jordy. if there's any change you'd be the first to know I guess so looks to me like you need a break unwind a little yeah. Maybe you're right. I've got just the thing. Why don't you join me in 10 forward? Something I'd like you to try. 
Why does it take him to 10 forward? It's called to do it? The Streak. <laughs> it was the rage in the 70s on Earth. What's that? Streaking. Oh, streaking. Gotcha. They streak through 10 forward because there's two doors. They could just streak right through there. You know, they Why ran not? the entire corridor. They should tenth be, deck. They're free sexually. The biggest in the future. deck. Sure. Okay, you should let loose. I gotta think you should try. All right, take your uniform off. They're standing outside the door. Door keeps opening because it's automatic. They have to back up to a certain point. Yeah. It's law thirty-six. You gotta go with what works. What Only time I've ever seen two people on that thing. They're my think... personal laws. Every time I learn something essential, I make up a law about it so I never forget. Andy, you should have a whole set of Secunda's laws. I kind of feel like her laws are... Uh, a lot of them don't need to be laws. They're all like, hey, law number 32, stand up when you're getting out of a chair. They're all she like, probably wrote that down at some point. Yeah. She seemed to have started this when she was a child. Yeah, play, play whatever the next law is. How many do you have? 102 so far. Looks like the starboard array needs another subprocessor. It'll be online in a few minutes. I'm way ahead of you. They said you were good. Why do I get the feeling that you already know me? I have a few friends at the Academy. Your name's come up a couple of times. It's really some stunt you pulled on Adam Martoni in the physics lab. I just want to know how you got the antimatter regulator to spray chili sauce. But there's a whole series of comic books about Adam Martoni, the great Starfleet young hotshot. I'm sure. There is- or he became a chili sauce magnate. I think I had a... I got a segment it's another side to that story. The B is it cannon. true what they say about your birthmark? What, where does the birthmark thing this come isn't from? Fair. Is that someone he had sex with? I don't know. <laughs> Why are you asking me? Because you're an expert. <laughs> what do you say? Look, you I, watched asking, this episode I'm as well. I'm asking for what your opinion is. Oh, regarding the bur- I just assumed it was like, you know, it was already, they had a shower situation. I assume it's like any. Sort of like uh, they do like academy drills or whatever, and then everyone hits the showers. Yeah. You think really? You think everybody's group showering in the future? Why wouldn't they? I don't know. It seems weird for a for a futury place. Seems like they would. They but would... you just talked about how Riker and Jordy streaking would be fine. Well, I was going along with a bit there. We're talking about an actual logical thing. Well, an actual logical thing would seem to be like you know. I don't know. Seems like a sh- like a locker room. I mean, look, I go to. Uh, I think there's some. I think this is just. Fan I see fiction. naked people at Equinox all the time. So. Yeah, but that's the present. <laughs> yeah, I know. But in the future, I feel like you'd have shower. You can have separate showers, but then you got to change in a locker room, right? Someone's gonna see his birthmark. Is all I'm saying. But then at the end of this episode, she started the rumor. It's very confusing because, again, I think there's a plot through line that was lost at some point about pranks and bullshit. Oh, do they say that the birthmark is just uh, a rumor? She started it. It's in the dialogue at the oh, end. Oh, I don't remember that. But you seem so concerned about the birthmark. Yeah. I and they did. bring it up again, and you're like, hmm. Goodbye, brain. Uh, Beverly Crusher, once again, just hitting it out of the park with these. Uh, it's not in the script. Collapse. Mom? Wesley. <laughs> she is not pulling it off. What are you doing? Oh, I'm uh, embarrassed to say. I was, was having sex in this machine. But it was so much fun I couldn't resist. What is it? 
It's a game? <laughs> it is very funny when she pitches that for the date and so Liffler comes over, Leafler, whatever her name is, and they both play the game. So like, it's like, come over to my mom's house and we'll play a game. So it's weird. very funny that she pitches it Riker and that it he from... brings it up and goes, Mom, you're crazy. I think I should go give him a hand. No. Wesley, you are on vacation. You have done enough already. The way she puts her hands around his neck doesn't seem yeah, motherly to me. It seems motherly for Beverly Crusher. Computer Queen weirdo. Level. Are you in a hurry? Yeah, I'm late for a dinner date. Really? With who? Robin Leffler from Engineering. I feel like those are like past sweaters I've seen him in. Why don't you invite That's her funny. here? We can all play the game together. I can replicate a couple more. Mom. <laughs> Sorry. That's a fun moment. I would have enjoyed more of those two. I wish he didn't leave the show, Will. When your parents are the only plasma specialists in the sector, you do a lot of traveling around. I like that she's got an all-primary color, like, all-orange outfit, including the shoes. You mean time. monochromatic? Monochromatic, that's what yeah. I meant. Around technical equipment, my first friend was a tricorder. Really? My very he's got a monochromatic outfit, too. <laughs> My parents' work came first. They didn't really have time for me, even when I needed them. Because they were out touring with your sister? <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> Do you ever have an album? Ashley Judd? I don't know. I don't even know that she sings. I know that she uh, went to Kentucky. I know that. For your yeah. ear. Have you played it? Mm-mm, not yet. My mom has one. She keeps trying to get me to play it. It's everywhere. Weird people looking at. Do you think that's a little strange? Everybody playing it all the time? It's just a fad. It's here this week. Next week we won't even know it existed. It'll be Tickle Me Elmo again. Just like Greasy Squares. Why don't you try it and find out? I'd like to know a little bit more about it before I try it. I bet if we work together we could figure it out. I'm a genius. I could probably figure it out on my own. We could hook it up to one of the computers. I feel like she could too. She's just tired of this 10 forward bullshit because of all these weirdos around who are playing this game. <laughs> I agree. Probation the game sends at it. Let's see what happens. Okay. I like that. It's activating the reticular. This is formation. the only part of this episode that I like, to be honest there's with you. There's heavy synaptic like, activity this all over. Little them. Nancy Drew story right in, the, right in the center of the whole thing. Oh my God. I'd watch an, a, a series of these two at this age, being oh, like oh, totally. starship detectives. <laughs> oh, gosh, that would be the best. Way off. That's what I love about Let's it. Let's run a neurochemical analysis. This is another classic, like, too close TNG shot that's I'm only justified because they obviously like each other. Four by three. I don't think Correct that me if I'm wrong. I swear to God. Like Ask anybody. There's, look at all the space you got on first either of all, side of their heads. Of all, they don't have to be that close. They shoot, they shoot on film. Right? So they're not wasting film. Uh So they rarely actually punch. When you're looking at a shot like where two people are on this plane, on the same plane. Yeah. They always keep it in a two because they don't want to wait. For some reason, they feel like they just didn't want to waste film to singly people up. That's valid. What I'm saying is they don't need to be blocked that close in the shot itself. Well. He's looking like two inches away from the back of the head. I'm sorry. If you 
met an Ashley Judd well, and yeah. you were the same age and sure. you both felt an attraction. Okay. You wouldn't put your head that close to her in this I, situation where I you're, mean, I where would, you're, just, it would where you're blowing the lid off of this game. Well, I just feel like they, they, they're trying to be all business at this moment. I disagree. I think they're still playing the romance side of it. Addictive? Maybe. What's going on in the prefrontal cortex? Doesn't that area control higher reasoning? Yeah, it sure does. Do you think... What am I, a brain scientist? I don't know. Do you think Will Wheaton and Ashley Judd dated or anything happened between them? Uh, I feel like Will met met Anne around this time. I would probably wager not. Um, I've had enough comments about Ashley Judd. Sorry to bother you, sir. You've had you have had enough. I've had enough comments that I think I need to play this. Andy needs a girlfriend. Andy, In fairness, that literally should be played all the time. That's not fair. You should walk into rooms. Uh, Nacho <laughs> should follow you with a ukulele. <laughs> well, that would help. I think so having Nacho away. around me Please would probably sure. increase my odds. I don't think that <laughs> announcing uh, <laughs> that aspect of my uh, my personal life would. Uh, yeah, your words say it for you. <laughs> that is true. Uh, Thank you, sir. He blows the lid off this, and then you're like, oh, finally, Picard's going to do something about this. But then we see that Picard plays the game, too. I don't buy him ever trying it, by the way. I don't either. Well, I, th- I assume that they grabbed him and forced it on him. I feel like that would cross a line even for people who are mind-controlled. <laughs> they do it to other people later. They're yeah, but not the captain. I don't know. It's still Starfleet. Yeah, I don't think Picard ever would have tried it. Although, I bet you Riker could have gone, look, I need to show you something. This is really important. And the only way I can explain it to you is if you try it. And then he would have gone, all right, well, you're number one, so I'll believe you. Yeah. I think he would have been like, is it leather bound? Can I read it? There's twice. I talked to the captain. He's going to look into it. Well, I hope he makes a shipwide announcement or something, because this thing is really starting to give me the creeps. Did you forget your game? We left them in our quarters. Well, then you can use mine. Oh, thanks. Try it. Classic druggies. Yeah. You know, it's like, here, take a hit. That's it's the cool. subtext, Matt. What? I no, think it's no, about it's drugs. a game. It's a game. It's, no, I they think say the whole, like, even the episode's called The Game, Andy. No, the theme Wouldn't is Wouldn't they addiction. call it The Drugs? Eh, maybe you're right. <laughs> you see that Star Trek episode, The Drugs? <laughs> What's it, what's it about? It's the same episode. It's like The Game, but with drugs. That oh, guy's okay. hopped up on the drugs. I don't know what to make of this. There's brain activity. All his systems seem to be working. How can that be? He's unconscious. Has anyone tried plugging him in and unplugging him? <laughs> turn him off, turn him on again. Maybe there's a signal breach what if between just his hit him? brain and his body. Let's map his neurosystem and see if we can isolate a weak link. Catch the neural output through to that station. I like that they're still in their date clothes through this whole part. Some kind well, like, left head forward, we're like, it looks like we gotta fucking deal with this. It's the perfect date Cuts for Leffler and Wesley. It's all oh, tech stuff. That's the way they truly fall in love, I think. Yeah. Sorry that I do wish they did character. not. I do wish they didn't cut her out of Nemesis. I wish that she had been there. She, she was supposed to be. She was supposed to be there with Wesley. Oh, that would have been great. There's a ship. Oh well. Bearing three two seven mark one five two on it. I think Worf would have been like, a warrior does not play games. I'm on duty. Matt, maybe I should write a romance show. I feel like I always get swept away with these things. I mean, look, the heart wants what it wants. You know. 
Does it? You know what they say? No. Write what you don't know. Meanest thing I ever said to you. I'm so sorry. You made a lot of a lot of people who like bad jokes laugh on that one. That is an old style Don Rickles attack. I'm forgetting Mr. Crusher. I'm sorry. Very effective. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. It was good. I I respect that. This blocking. It's so weird. It's crazy. Looks like, it looks like a comic book frame. It, no, it looks like like a CD-ROM game where they're yeah. like where he's gonna then talk to you and tell you what you have to do. Not forgetting Mr. Crusher. That means you at home. Please don't forget Mr. Crusher. If you see him in the background, just yell Wesley. <laughs> what am I staring at? I'm sorry, you want me to stare at the camera? <laughs> it seems inorganic at We're best. We're not supposed to do that. Wesley? I brought Worf. <laughs> Wesley, I brought a Klingon. <laughs> He's going to watch us play the game. They did a good job of imitating By the way, I the love how notes. bad they are pretending. Oh, I feel like they're doing a good job of imitating how weird everybody's Yeah, sure. Did you skip over, by the way, the lady in the, in the turbo lift? Nurse Ogawa. Oh, that's Nurse Ogawa. It comes, she's back. It's later. What? She really leans heavily on the orgasm well, she aspect. She's a nurse. What are you going to do? We can't trust anyone. I don't know anymore. what that means. Is that what your mom would act like? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm supposed to be on duty in engineering. I've got to go before Commander LaForge suspects something. Okay. <laughs> what if Commander LaForge suspects I'm addicted to this game? Hey, when you get <laughs> Maybe there, don't go to engineering. Start accessing the codes of the security tracking system. There's something I want to try. Seems ADR. Wesley, don't There's forget law 91. Always watch your back. See, that's not a necessary thing to be a law. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the scenario where she decided that needs to be a law? And why is it so late in her laws? She has 127 laws. That I feel like true. that should have been like. Had she not been betrayed into law 91? I feel like law 91, always watch your back. She was six years old on a soccer field and the soccer ball hit her in the back. And like, that's where she came with that law. Could be. Should have been law seven. Well, that means I think she has 102 now, so she, that means she only came up with like eight or you know whatever. Like, By the way, laws. think about this. Like, it's so crazy to me the idea of these the marks on this show. Like, it's like, all right, everyone, I'm gonna put your mark here, six inches away. I'm gonna put your mark here, six inches beyond that. Your mark. Everyone, stand here. And they have to get everybody in frame. And now they're all staring at the camera, telling us what we need to do. Remember, if you see Wesley, shout. Senior officers report to the bridge on screen. Why why did he tell the computer to do that instead of hailing? (laughs) This is valid. Computer, tell all senior officers. (laughs) Maybe part of the game is like, you know, you just have the computer do stuff for you now. Yeah, that's part of the manipulation. Once those gramophone discs go in that horn. Report. Welcome, Itana. The Enterprise has been secured. We await your further instructions. Great trumpet music, fun act break, you know, because we'll finally have some forward plot momentum. Yeah. (laughs) What this game was at Act 5. By the way, good performance by this lady. First being a weird, giggly, you know, uh, conquest for 
And then being in uniform on the bridge of some vessel. Threatening and villainous later. Now, why he doesn't walk around with the dummy unit, I don't know. That is crazy. That's a dumb, dumb aspect of the scene. Like that he's just uncomfortable. I'll take the next one. <laughs> the guy from Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'll play the game she's playing. Deck 36. <laughs> there you go. Rob Reiner's mom. I'm only level 10. I'm at level 47. You suck. <laughs> That's great. You know what the secret is, don't you? Don't force it. If you just let the game happen, it almost plays itself. Why would they have made this poor actress do this? I don't know. <laughs> Why would Corey Allen? When you were I'll directing this, what did you do? You're like, no, no, everyone. This is what it should be like. I think it's like sex, not doing? like drugs. We created a site-to-site transporter program. If things get difficult, this will keep us one step ahead of them. What if they didn't intend for it to be that way, and then all the footage came back, and they were like, oh, my God, we are screwed. We really fucked this one up. (laughs) We should have put more detailed descriptions of how people were acting. Oh, we cannot cut around this. (laughs) All right, we're going to have to lose the cake bit. A couple of these runners about surprises. (laughs) Robin? It's your turn. Game <laughs> it's really creepy. They all come out like cockroaches. Get back here! I feel like Worf would have been able to stop him. No, no. Worf, as we know, is slow whenever it suits them. Yeah, I guess that's true. This I love, though. This is one of those escaping people on the Enterprise and a, and a renegade is, is gone rogue. And it's great. It's This is exactly how smart Wesley would be. To escape them, setting up a, a transport and all that stuff. I really love it. The only thing I don't buy is the, that he wouldn't be stupid enough to uh, try to cut through the force field with a phaser. Well, that's it's a trick, though. I know, but I feel like on the bridge, I'd be like, he's not that stupid. Why would he do this? Security alert, condition three. Computer, shut down all transporter systems and shuttle bays. Miss LaForge. I can't track him, sir. He's done something to the internal security sensors. I'll try bypassing it. Also, the game shouldn't work on Jordy. I was wondering about that. I assume it's not a visual thing. It's probably a uh, like a sort of neural thing, right? Well, it has to hit your eyes, well, maybe right? It's... It sort of enters through the cornea. Well, maybe it just stimulates the but he's got those spots occupied by his visor input. But I mean, look, this is a discussion I would have had in the writers' room. And been like, you got to get rid of Jordy on this too. Yeah, they knock him out. Yeah, I would have had them either knock him out or put him in the holodeck mm-hmm. with uh, Leo Brahms. <laughs> <laughs> Jordy, Leah Brahms wants to talk to you for two hours. Really? Okay. <laughs> Jordy's dealt with. I'm picking up a piece of his trail, sir. Sensors show power activation and transport. Like Beverly's reacting as though she's Beverly and not mind control Beverly there. 
to the f- it feels like she's like boy i really don't want to fuck this up and it's my son oh, man <laughs> activate security field sections 23 through 29 i said like yeah whatever i was gonna go into something about star trek six but don't need to do that here guys come on uh i love the cross section of the enterprise tracking him through the jeffrey's tubes um seems like the the jeffrey's tubes is a bad choice on his part you think so i mean he wouldn't have made it very far in the hallway you know i guess but why don't he just keep transporting because Picard deactivated it oh, yeah. and the shuttle base. Okay. So really, I think what he should have done was probably gone to the holodeck, yeah. overridden it so they could shut down the holodeck, create 73 other Wesleys, and then keep hiding. Like when Doctor Strange makes a bunch of Doctor Stranges. Release the, the, the Wesleys onto the ship? No, 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 no. They're no. just you can't hiding do that. on the holodeck. He's just hiding on the holodeck. Right, yeah. And they go in there, you know, and then maybe he creates some forties uh, gangsters. You're just saying <laughs> to you're just saying come to, after Worf to buy data. Yeah, time. see, <laughs> I'm Wesley. See, <laughs> this whole thing's kaput. You see, I'm Andy Zakunda in 2019. Kaput. Finished. Gone. Dunzo. Deep sixth. <laughs> it's okay, Wesley. Okay, so finally what happens here, Wesley, they force Wesley to, to do this game, right? Uh-huh. He does it. You're like, oh, everything's lost. And then... My trumpet, where is it? Trombone. Give it to me. I need a tuba. That was a big yawn, Andy. It. Tuba. It is. Thank God. Oh, it's an oboe. Or clarinet section. I don't know. Whatever. Which, by the way, is appropriate for the action-packed end of this episode <laughs> where Brent Spiner holds a flashlight. Yeah. And they sh- they cut to him. Turning it to everyone. So much. Yeah. This is your action, Andy. And it's now, insane. On Beverly. And it, now <laughs> on Picard. And now <laughs> This is this is the this is the edit. I'll be Rick Berman. Um well, where's the shot of uh, Beverly and Riker and uh, Picard? We we have them in close-up. Well, we need to put each one in because if we don't show everybody, yeah. the audience is going to think that it didn't work on them. Do you want me to just use this wide shot where we have everyone? Then I want you to show every... I want, I want the audience to know okay. everyone's going to be okay. Is it okay if I just don't cut back to data? Every no, 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 no. We need to know where the light's coming from. Well, I think if we establish it once, then we don't need Oh, to. yeah, yeah, sure. The light comes from there all the time. No, we need to show them where he is and make sure that we show him turning to each person. I have like a nine-minute charming sequence between uh, I don't Judd care. and Wesley. You sure you don't want to put more of that? Get your razor blade. Cut uh, this film. Uh, I hate the past. <laughs> I wish I had buttons I could do everything on. This is crazy. Tick, 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 tick. 
scoring this must have been. I I, I can imagine the conductor being like, "Really? This is. You want me to do what? Make dramatic? Oh God! One, two, three, four. Even the score is kind of sedate. Five, six. It's really a waste. Seven shots of data holding a flashlight for at least 35 frames. Um, can you? No. Go back to 3730 at some point. What for? There's a question I had. We're almost done. I don't know if I didn't understand. Something about the transport or when they're following Wesley. We've got him, Captain. Section 25. Looks like he's trying to cut through the force field with a phaser. Security to deck six. Section 25. On our way. They say the transporter trail... On deck three, I guess it must be before this. They say the transporter. There's a transporter trail on deck three. That indicates he'd be on deck six, and I don't understand why. It might be before that. Uh, I think right he after says he we're picking up a trail. We played that clip. Do we? Yeah. It's right before this, I believe. I apologize. He throws his com badge, and then they say. Jordy says the line, I believe. It appears he rigged a site-to-site transport. Security alert. Condition free. Computer, shut down all transporter systems and shuttle bays. Miss LaForge. I can't track him, sir. He's done something to the internal security sensors. I'll try bypassing his subcommands. Hold on. I'm picking up a piece of his trail, sir. Sensors show power activation in transporter room three. I would put him somewhere on deck six. Seal off deck six. Oh, transporter room three is on deck six. I see. I thought it was deck deck three. I apologize, bad listener. But you know what? Now you know where transporter room three is. (laughs) You'll never forget. No, that's not the kind of thing I would ever forget. I will forget it. I have the memory of a Kardashian. Counteracting the addictive effects of the game and the rest of the crew. We programmed the main computer to transmit the same optical burst to all display screens, stations, and terminals throughout the ship. That should reach almost everyone. Take a medical team to treat the rest. Aye, sir. We'll take the alien ship to the nearest Federation starbase. Way to go, Riker. <laughs> Laying a course. Captain's log, stardate 45212.1. We have delivered the Katarian vessel to Starbase 82 and are now on course to rendezvous with the starship Merrimack, which will transport Wesley Crusher back to Starfleet Academy. I never saw you wear these. Afraid someone might see your birthmark? Now, I wonder who started that birthmark. See, that's like, I did it. I did it. Like, that's what that that is. That's that's what that that look is to me. That shrug hands in the... But then that would indicate... Oh, you're saying that she's been lying the whole time and there is no birthmark? I assume he has a birthmark. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, Andy. This is this might be Riker's eggs or the cooking all over again. It doesn't make any sense to me. But I will say, these two, uh, I find most of the time when you see uh, people kissing each other on Star Trek, 
it is awkward or weird or strange in some way, even if they're supposed to be in love. And this is one of the only times I feel like these two have great chemistry, and I'm buying it. Play your own jingle, buddy. He has to kill all those rumors you keep hearing about me. It's a couple thousand light years between friends. On my way, sir. Or you could stay here and become an ensign again. He gets the. She gives him the, the rules, right? Okay. Here you go. So you'll remember. Robin's Laws, all 102 of them. Some of them are just about uh, how to prepare breakfast, <laughs> how to breathe. How to use a pen. Who not to ask to prepare breakfast. Riker. <laughs> a couple of light years can't keep good friends apart. Bye. <laughs> this is so fucking Star Trek fanny right here. Here's an error, right? What, what, According what? to IMDb. No. Here's an error. Okay, I'm going to read it to you. Okay. Character error. <clears throat> Such a Star Trek fan, it's not even. I laughed at it. Wesley suggests Rob to Robin that Law 103 should be a couple of light years can't keep good friends apart. Considering how she grew up, it's much more likely this law would be among the first few. <laughs> it's like someone took the time to record a podcast about this kind of thing. That's something we would say in passing, but never take the time to submit to the internet. That's true. As a goof only <laughs> on IMDb. Take several hours a week to record I it. thought it was very funny, though. <laughs> I agree. All right. That's the episode, everybody. We did it. We did it, guys. I was trying to find where uh, Ashley Judd, why Ashley Judd left Star Trek. But but I, I, they just didn't write a new they didn't write any episodes for her. You think they just moved on? Yes, they I did. feel like they would have seen this and would have been like, oh, this this lady's got something. Uh, this uh, character's great. These producers? No. Yeah, maybe that's true. No. All right. Let's just scroll down. In the vastness of space, when the going gets rough, you gave it your all. You showed the right stuff. You managed to know Oh, Anson Rowe was two ago. Still got an avatar and disaster emails. Oh, is that true? Yeah. That's Sorry, guys. why you're this week's MVC. Um, it's got to be Wesley, right? MVC? He's the only one that survived. I mean, I'm going to give it to Wesley and Robin. Leffler? Leffler. Really, the only crew member yeah, split is sure. Robin Leffler. You know you get no argument out of me. That's true. She is pretty, Andy. Aren't you supposed to be playing a sound? Andy needs no, 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 I didn't mean that. Uh, here it is. The Andes. Or some other method of ranking. We're working on it. I do not Four. like this episode. I give it a two and a half. Uh, I give it a three. It's got Ashley Judd. Um, and I love all that stuff. But this I was episode gonna, I was going to give it a mess. four. And now I'm going to give it a three. You're right. 
It's a mess. It is not good. No, it's not. And it's so many weird. It would be honest to God if these two weren't in it. If Will uh, Wheaton and Ashley Judd weren't in there, like yeah. carrying it with delightful performances and like refreshing to see uh, youth and and vibrance in the show. Yeah. Um, uh, it would be a one. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I agree with you. So I'm giving it a three. I'm, I'm with you, Andy. It's a three. We did it. Congratulations, everyone. Do you still say that they should watch it? Parts of it. Yeah. Remember I said parts of it? I can't dis- disagree with that. Yeah, I think like all the stuff with the uh, Crusher and, and Leffler, yeah. I'm on board for. It's real good. Literally, on board the ship for it. Oh, Matt. No, not this time. What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> What were you going to say? I was going to say, we have to probably read a ton of things. Yeah, we do. Last, you know, Remember last month we did it all in one episode? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So we don't have to do that. Uh, we will do it, actually. We're going to read them all in one episode again. But we're going to record another one, aren't we? We are. We're recording tomorrow, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Which means we're not doing it tonight. I don't know what you're saying. I'm saying that we're going to do all of the names tomorrow. Oh, I see. And then I'm preparing you for it. Oh, oh, okay. That's and the audience. Okay, no problem. So if you're a president and you want to hear you circled yeah. by our voices, yeah. Next week. Also, what I like about this is it forces us to have to put another episode out before the end of the month. Yeah. Which I think every president circle member. You can thank them, regular audience, not as good as them. I don't. I don't agree with that. I value all of our listeners. I value. Uh, Although I do value my mom, I guess she's a listener. She is a listener. Is she part of the Patreon? <laughs> no. Who are Mary? What are you doing? I know she's Support the worst. Your son. It's terrible every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy. Matt. It's time to watch the trailer for next week's episode, Unification, Part okay. One. Very good. As you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to do a fun thing where Andy would try to guess what happened in in, in trailers based on the trailer. I already watched the beginning of it. The show? Yeah. Oh, all right. Because we're doing it tomorrow. Yeah, it makes sense. And it's close enough that you will have finally seen it. Andy doesn't, as we all know, Andy doesn't like to watch uh, I don't like trailers. To watch uh, that is a big debate. Or rather, episodes long, oh, we too long in advance. It. Yes, it is a big debate. We've discussed it many times. Maybe uh, on the face group, if uh, somebody wants to start it, I'm sure this already exists. <laughs> if uh, somebody wants to start a thread and say, what they think I would need to watch. Um, I, I, I don't. I will make the list for oh, you. Oh, you're going to make I the list? I don't need them to okay. make the list. Oh, Ooh, he's stepping in. He wants to curate it. I'll curate it for everybody, and I'll put it out. We'll make okay. a special episode about here's what you need to watch for Picard. Love and it. And we'll come up before Picard. It'll be great. Let's do People it. People are going to love it. Okay. You've never seen me excited about a show currently on the air. I really haven't. That's right. He Patrick Stewart has done it. Full of beans. He was wanted to. Well, get... I watched the trailer. I was like, yeah. "Why aren't Eddie and I talking about this?" It's so great. Here's the trailer for Unification Part One. Okay. A legendary hero is missing in action on a dangerous mission to unite two worlds, and deadly saboteurs threaten their quest to find him. If we are discovered by the Romulans, it means death for us all. Now, as the future Stephen faces Root. its darkest hour, fate yeah. joins oh, really? together two generations. Oh, I'm looking for Ambassador Spock. Spock. On the next exciting episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. I haven't seen that part yet. That's silly. Oh, that Spock is in it? <laughs> no, that Picard's dressed up like a Vulcan. Romulan. Oh, Romulan. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
excited to see Leonard Nimoy again? Very much. I mean, I already saw him in a little in a little clip in the part that I've seen, but I haven't seen him. I thought he only like came in at the end of the episode. They show him on like security footage. Ah, uh, right, right. That's right. They have to enhance it like an episode yeah. of CSI. Yeah, I was so excited. <laughs> That's for memory. That's yeah. sad. What's in my brain, guys? Sure. Certainly not things like how to eat like a normal person or how to stop drinking caffeine after six. I was able to do that tonight. That's I wish why. my brain worked. Uh, Andy. Matt. That being said, I suppose we could beam out, but our transport doesn't work, so. Oh, no. <laughs> it's really up to uh, uh, random, random computer. What will our exit be? Uh, Get this together. This is really disturbing me. Security authorization accepted. Oh, okay. I've got some good news, Andy. What's that, Matt? The Trek Core servers are coming back online. Nice. Oh. Wonder what was happening? Was it Romulans? Oh, it probably. If maybe not, maybe is maybe it's Packlands. Could be Packlands. They look for things to make them go. Guys, what a race of aliens! <laughs> what if they were the new aliens in Picard? <laughs> the biggest threat. They found the Borg and they somehow captured the Borg and got them. You make us big cube now. We are strong. We found the most dangerous and the dumbest alien race of all time. <laughs> Pack it in for the Packlids on Picard. <laughs> right. Oh, Michael Shaban, what are you doing? He's writing Picard. Not insane. If we, if it was the Packlids, did you see the? Uh, he posted on Instagram the other day, but he had he had worn through a bunch of keys on his keyboard on a on a six month old laptop. That's why he's a writer and we suck. <laughs> I could sand those down in an instant. <laughs> he's working too hard with I'm all like, the tippity-tappity writing. Jeez Louise. That is impressive. Uh, anyway, so, Andy, now that our systems are sort of back functioning, I can, I can, I can... I could bring us in the old-fashioned way. I could beam us right into the president's circle. Oh, no, I don't have the theme. I didn't bring my thing. We could sing the theme. Okay. I'll just beam us in. Ready? Here we go. Okay. It's the United Federation of Planets President Circle. Oh, no, I'm leaving. Oh, no. Oh, Andy, I'm just kidding. That was me just beaming a platter of chicken nuggets into the Admiral's Club. I figured I'd give them a treat this week. How nice of you. Just beam food out of there. I would be doing that all the time. A little transporter buffer at a restaurant. I'd just beam food into my buffer, and then I'd take it home. Hey, does Earth have access? Easy access to transporters? Seems like they do in Picard. I mean, I would assume, yes. So that's probably, that's how they make deliveries in the future, huh? Oh, my God. Deliveries are gone. Instant, like, oh, I want to get a Shake Shack. And it's as hot as you want it. Although I guess everybody has replicators, so you don't need to Oh, the freshest thing. I I bet you could, like, beam a chef in. Oh, that'd be great. (laughs) Oh, man. Just beam a line cook over. I'm both hopeful and worried about the food in the future because there's been so many implications that replicators don't do it quite as well. Future. A book by Andy Secunda. Future. Future. Future? Future. I think future. And then you're like, what is food like in the future? (laughs) I dive in. (laughs) 
tongue first. <laughs> this self-published book on Amazon is not doing well. Uh, Andy, I picked up your Amazon uh, singlet on uh, yeah. Future Food. Yeah, it's and, 700 uh, pages. Yeah, but each page was like, I don't know, I guess they have replicators. Yeah. It was every page ended with that. Well, I wasn't sure. <laughs> now, is the cooking uh, bad or were the eggs bad? Page five. This is basically a book of me asking a lot of questions like I would ask Matt. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I think those of you who have listened to the podcast in the past know how much fun it is. Andy, it's time to say a big old thank you to our, you know, most important listeners, our, our, our president circle members. Our, I feel like everyone's important. Our people who not only listen to us talk about Star Trek, but they also listen to us talk about uh, Marvel movies. It's true. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Andy, have you have you tracked down a 3D copy of Endgame yet? Not yet. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm in a point now where I'm waiting for them to come out with the collection, and they're they don't seem to be forthcoming with it with the Phase Three collection. Yeah, they are. Well, I mean, I, they will eventually, but they no, just no, haven't it's yet. been announced. It's like oh, is there's it? a release date. Oh, when's uh, the release date? I, I've been looking. Like August. It, there was a whole video, the one I told you about, that it was like. You know, you can only get the 3D in Australia. Remember, remember, I told you that I had just yeah. watched oh, the video that broke down I thought down that was just about that. I didn't realize it would also it was said part what the of it. Again, oh. President Circle members, you guys know how we talk about that kind of thing. You get it. Uh, it's, it's more interesting than this. But. Yeah, it is. It is. So <laughs> not I'm gonna, much. I'm going to say a big old thank you, Andy. Here we go. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, a big old thank you to Lynn Perdue, Lieutenant Anders Peterson. Uh, Jeff Gannon. Lieutenant Sir Reginald Pennybottom. He had a correction of Sir how Lieutenant? it should be said. It's, it's, Sir. It should be Lieutenant Sir Reginald? Is that what you're saying? I don't remember which one he said, so I'll say <laughs> Way to send it. Sir Lieutenant Reginald Pennybottom. You, know, you got both covered. Yeah, there you go. Jet Jurgens. Derek Atkinson. Colin Chaddock. Thomas T. Rikerson. I love it. Uh, Ricardo Santiago. Lieutenant Hiss. Erica Hiss seems like a, an acronym for an evil organization. That's true. H-Y-S-S. Uh, Erica Vanover. Matt Mag- Mangus. Sorry, let me do that again. You Matt can. Mangus. No, I want it one more time. Matt Mangus. Excuse me. Uh, Andy, I'd like you to go to the specific school of acting. Okay. How would you say that line if you entered a room yeah. and you had found that Matt Mangus had mm. turned all your furniture upside down as a prank? All right. Can you make the door sound, please? <laughs> okay. Hang on. Uh, this is Andy walking down the hall, obviously. Uh, Dr. Salar. <laughs> Mr. Segunda. Uh, uh, uh. Barkley. <laughs> uh, uh, hang on. Sorry. I really went the wrong, long way around oh, to get through these corridors. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, Matt Mangus! <laughs> Is that worth the wait? I, you know what? You know who liked it? Matt Mangus liked it. God, I hope he listened to that part. What if he didn't? What if he's like, eh, I don't need it. It's Newsville. The uh, names. Professor X. That's funny. It's E-C-K-S. I love it. Matt Schaefer. Nathan Haney. Lieutenant Brian Stokes. Ted Marth. Dan Stoko. I would say you're right. Eric B. And Gibson. Uh, Stuart Allen. Lieutenant Jeff Morris. Joe Sullivan. Lieutenant Matthew Wipert. Thank uh, you for the phonetic spelling, Matthew. Love a phonetic spelling, everybody. Sandy Federick. Connor Shapiro. 
Jeff Jenkins. Lieutenant Joseph Moran. Uh, Miriam uh, Centeno. Cameron Harris. Sean. Tina Raudio. I love that you're getting all the phonetics. It's I am. Appropriate. Really it really is appropriate. Failing it. Uh, Adam Gerard. Uh, Lieutenant Sandra. It's uh, Kaja, everybody. Amy Giles. Joyce Hudson. Daniel Perez. Rob Baptiste. Kelly Coe. Uh, it's CPO, Chief Petty Officer, Ernest Castagna. Jonathan Wentz. It's Gary Martinez. Mark Mitchell. Uh, oh, my God. I guess I have to read this correctly. <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Josh Bald. <laughs> you very wisely I put it. I love it. I put love it. Put it down so that Matt, Matt, Matt was forced to say it. Lieutenant yeah. Raymond. Uh, David Marquez. Brian Rewinkle. Alan L. Cody Stanley. Ben Badenock. Brett Parsons. Kyle Robertson. Tucker Powers. Turkleton. Marcus Erlinson. Matt Tween. Lieutenant Sean Nass. Chris Casimiro, Lieutenant Joel Cude. That's Casimiro, actually. I, I messed it up. No, I think Cude is Cude. Cude. Uh, Linnea Thunsel, Lieutenant Mazzato Kaida. Oh, look, it's Herbert Uradia. And right over there is Andrew Moberg. Oh, all the Campbells are here. And our good friend Nate Hudson. Oh, look, it's the folks from the Blast from Our Past podcast. And there's Captain Andrew Hook. Oh, it's James Gilly, everybody. There's Samuel Rebusil. Uh, Andrew Ingram's, of course, here. Paul Brisk. He's the I, Lieutenant I think Commander. He's a Lieutenant Paul Commander Brisk. as well. Correct. Karen Vanhoff. Hooten Waddle. Will Holsclaw. Lieutenant Paul Carl. It's Jillian Randall. And there's Jonah Brule. Oh, what about Joe Furman? I can't forget him. I sure can't. Nor <laughs> our friend Neil Studd. Edward Ingram's here. M. M. Malik. Linda Dilbeck. Frederick Rombouts. Martin Hedegard Peterson. Lieutenant Maida. Oh, made a fake name. I always get it wrong. <laughs> I love it, though. Every time you go for it, it's great. <laughs> Vanilla Thunder. Ian Buckley. Amanda Boutwell. Brock Kloster. Nick. Cosmo Moore. Ben McClarty. Dan McLeod. Of the Clan McLeod. Marcella Vita. Keith Bodela. Katie Campbell. Uh, Tyler Rosewood. Andrew Prime. Lieutenant uh, Drew Parkinson. Carmen DeHaan. Jessica McNally Lins. Jeff Millies. Uh, Elizabeth Simpson. Rob Rinney. Stephanie. Hang on, you Stephan got it. Stefan Viano. There you go, Andy. Phonetic spelling for the win. <laughs> Dano. Uh, Dean Wilson. Christina Peck. Lieutenant Brian McDonald. Have you ever said, uh, while playing with your friends, uh, book him, Dano? I think that predated both of us. So, no. Yo, uh, he's never heard of a rerun? <laughs> I don't think that wasn't something that, that, that people... Why if I always rerun? Did you watch those, though? I mean, it was on. It was on, but neither of us watched it. Was it was on enough for me to know Bookham Dano was from Hawaii Five O as a kid. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't pick that up in later. I made it maybe as a comedic reference. Yeah. I don't think I ever made it like, I want to be one of the guys from Hawaii Five O. Do you mean like a comedic reference to the UCB in New York? Probably would have been in college. <laughs> You gotta go down to UCB, guys. <laughs> Andy Secunda just crushed it with a Bookham Dano reference. <laughs> Should have seen the blank stares. Uh, I forgot where we were because I'm riffing. Nicholas Frost, I believe. No, it's where we also missed Chris DQ. There we DQ. go. Must have been shortly after Dano, Dean Wilson, of course, Christina Peck, Brian McCl- McDonald, Chris DQ, but fancy. I love it. Uh, Nicholas Frost. Command Master Chief, Robert Garrison. Julie Phillips. Alexis Boussier. Sean Russell. Jesse, Cl- Jesse Lane. I love it. We took two Kim names Kim Vilsack. Time. Well, three. Sorry. Doc Pate. 
You don't want to do more? No. <laughs> Daniel Stenrod. <laughs> Kevin of nine. <laughs> Lieutenant Michael Howell. C. D. Dustin Carnahan. Oh, Jesse Duchensky. Robert Olson. Mike Gaylord. Joshua Kinney. Troy Ray. Thomas Nettleton. Lieutenant Merrick Boosfield. I wonder if they're related to the Timothy Boosfields. Mm. Or the Merrick. <laughs> what was the guy in the movies? Merrick, the son. Of who? Kirk's son. Oh, David? Who plays David? Yeah, he's Merrick oh, something, isn't he? the late he? great. I forget his his name, though. Mm. Adam Rogers. You just keep going. I'm going to look at Benjamin Hill, up. sure. <laughs> Stephen Cotter. Catherine. Kip Corbett. Brendan Davis. Andrew Reeves. Kendra Song. Nate Richmond. Brian Tier, Mr. Bundy. Doug Atkinson. A Chris Love. A Derek Westover. John Turin. Kamal Abdul Host. Matthew Dillon. Frederick Roy. Tyson, Frederick, uh, you never got back to me on what you ended up doing over there in Canada. Did you rejoin the Coast Guard? What happened? Tyson Klein. It's Merritt Butrick. There you go. Very close. Yes. You were closer than I thought you were. Not Merrick Boosfield. <laughs> uh, so, wait, to... you're telling me he's not a member of our patron from beyond? <laughs> no. I thought for a second. <laughs> he's not he crossed the plane to, oh, that's right. he's, he's to listen on. to this. <laughs> uh, Diane M. Martin. Aaron N. Preston Foster. Lieutenant Jeffrey Child. Andrew. Lieutenant Matthew Cutler. J.D. Cohen. Alex D. Gesslin. Uh, Jennifer Leader. Catface! <laughs> <laughs> I want to know who that That's is. Great. Uh, Scott Burnett. Uh, Risa Kochuk. Christopher Mikowski. A werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Please, uh, feel free, everybody, to go ahead and write whatever you want. There. Chris Dybel. Uh, Tony King. Ross McLeod. Rob Sabin. Heather Nelson. Sabine. Jesse Elliott. Uh, Chris Allen. Uh, Lieutenant Dewanda Ricoons. Uh, Jean-Luc Tiberius Pequellard, the president. Dan Kostelik. Uh, Lissy D. Lieutenant Zach Wilson. Uh, Emily Eldred. And over there is Jesse Glasby. Fred Coppersmith. Good friend Josh Jush Monroe. <laughs> Stevie Marie Nickel. Lieutenant Ben Roach. Mike Jones. Lieutenant Dim. I would D-Y-M. say Dime. Dime? Yeah. I say Dim. Mm, fine. Paul Sharp. Andrew Marquis. Uh, Kristen Scalisi, the goddess of carbs. Gareth Case. Uh, Jonathan Sourshell. Beth Harrington. Oh, Trek Barnes is here. And over there is Brett Allard. Brent Allard. Sorry, Brent. You know, oh, he's really shooting me the stink eye. The, no, the way it. this President's Lounge holodeck works, yes. it's fascinating to me that we aren't all crowded together because this is a, well, this is a tight, be tight space. Well, isn't there an infinite amount of space in the President's Circle? Well, we have to keep knocking out other quarters yeah. and blow out the walls. Jordy's not happy with us. Uh, my 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 hope is that someday it will be the whole deck. Oh, what a dream! The, the admiral's deck. Admirals, get out of here! It's the president's deck. It's one tiny area for the admirals' club. <laughs> uh, Carolyn Land, uh, Claire Powell's, Luke Morgan Rowe, Christopher P. Gill, Charles Kidd, Vincent Neri. Uh, I would say Neri, just Neary. for the hell of it. Reasonable. It could be either one. Adrian yeah. Carter, Daryl. The Animal Noi. <laughs> Daryl, how'd you get the nickname The Animal? I'm curious. Please ask, tell us when you send a subspace hail to us on the on the, on the the Patreon. Please do. Chuck Day. Uh, Lieutenant Brendan Callinger. Uh, did we skip? What? Doug Mai? There we go. Oh, yeah. Now we Doug Mai, you got it. Kyle Thompson. Uh, Catherine Novacek. Uh, Kathleen Guzman. Um, Matthew Tiberius Burns. 
I like it. Okay, here we go. And uh, Adam Zaney. Oh, sorry. Adam Zani. Zani? I would say, where'd you hit him? In Zani. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and he just uh, collapsed in on himself and i think uh he's he's you know at the end of jedi when uh you see or 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 say a say a obi-wan prepares himself to uh join the force full time <laughs> that's, that's what just what happened. happened to andy the My microphone dropped collapsed into the, into the ground <laughs> the microphone dropped and, uh, <laughs> lieutenant uh, stephen herman uh, Jason Sinclair. Alexander Cruz. Jack Cavici. Kelly Newman. Rachel Dylan Snyder. Lieutenant Matthew Went. Christopher Colbert. Lieutenant Ma- uh, Ron LeBlanc. Anthony Rideout. Dan Billing. Marcus Martin. Andrew Gibson. Peter Sheeran. Adam McCall. C.C. Sadler. Luke Cummins. Tom Kelsel. Catherine Shimmons. Robin Larson. Rebecca Shavita. Elizabeth Brandt. Brett Euler. Joe Moore. Lieutenant Darren DeShong. Aaron Davies. Lieutenant Angel Rivera III. Mark Pomperwitz. Lieutenant Andrew Witzel. Ryan Solo. Bryant Barry Wallace. Chris Leopold. Lieutenant Commander Mike Mann. Uh, Shriekenar. Lieutenant Brian Hellman. Uh, Richard Davis. Chris Nedgewitz. Uh, James Baker. William Temin. Jesse Hendricks. Uh, Lauren Gleason. Karen uh, Lauren Lance, Gleason, also known as Donkey of Prey. Donkey of Prey. Brett Jarrett. Ryan Sistak. Tom Casey. Eric Mond. Stephen Small. Not so small in our book. Stephen Price. Not so... Pricey? <laughs> Jan, Jan Lippert, Timothy Cullen. I was like Cody taking w- names w- away from you. <laughs> That's all right. I deserve it. Simon Harper, Tony Lynn. Uh, Okie dokie. Tony Lynn was leg. Glenn, Glenn Wakely. Sky Wilson. Tim Siebel. Colin McKeon. Robert Denton. Lieutenant Keatley M. Uh, Dota Hokey Pokey. And it turned itself about... Jeff Kelso, Nicholas Payne, Lindsay. No, you're reading past, Andy. The highlighted one was the oh, end. I didn't know. What do I know what your little signatures for Nicholas your little Payne, code for yourself You know is? what? Nicholas Payne, I'm going to say yes to you because, right. quite frankly, Ooh, he's you're, you're donating $7.01. So you're above the he made level. his. Uh, he made his... Uh, his um, email Patreon themed. It's very interesting. Uh, he probably has. Uh, he probably supports a lot of uh, makers, markers, and hoopers. Good for you, doopers, sir. doppers, and gleepers, gleepers, gloppers, and gloopers, bleepers, and bloppers. Andy, let's get an insight into your personal life right now. What's your evening like? What are you gonna? I do? got nothing. What are you gonna do tonight? I nothing? have nothing to do. Seems weird. I know. I uh, I think I had a plan with a friend, and I did it in the afternoon. I got myself a uh, a burrito wherein they put the the cheese down on the grill, let it fry, That's, and then put the thing on top. This is what they do at um, it's actually my taco. favorite taqueria in Boston and his taqueria. Oh, my gosh. So they ste- You know when they steam a tortilla usually? Yeah. What they do is they put the cheese in there and then steam the whole thing together. Oh, yeah. So it's not the same as what you're saying where they're uh, essentially uh, frying the cheese. Yeah. But I get you, man. Melty cheese? Fucking, that's your base? Go for it. Love it. Seems like Sunday's a big... Uh, Let's go get some weird food day for you. Yeah, that's when I have my my time as my own. And that's what you do with it. And I spend it on my only friend, food. And the podcast. And the podcast. Thank you all. My only only other friends. That's right. Uh, You're all great. I want you all to know that. We are going to hopefully... Look, what do you got? You got Ant-Man coming? 
Yeah. You got a trip to the Mirror Universe and Discovery kind Ooh, of. Oh, is that happening this month? I believe so. Oh, exciting. You got yourself a, uh, maybe at the end of the episode, but you know, close enough. And then uh, we got a, we got a whole, uh, we got a whole thing of, uh, of, of Trek here. We got a, we drop, we drop the game. Then we get Unification Part 1 and 2. Now, are we doing the thing that you were sort of mentioning where we're doing two episodes of uh, Discovery next month? Or are we not doing that? Is it a two-parter? No, I thought you were saying that maybe we were going to do two to get to Picard appropriately. But maybe oh, once there's a firmed-up release date Oh, I see. Okay. for Picard, then we'll know what we need to do. I got you, I got you. You know, but till then, yeah. we'll let Shavon wear out his keyboard. Very good. Love it. I'm excited. Me too. Uh, also, if you're in the President's Circle or the Admiral's Club, uh, not the Admiral's, the Admiral's Club, you guys, you're done with what you do. Uh, Lieutenant Circle, Lieutenant's Level, what do we call it? Anyway, point is, <laughs> send us a message on there. We'll we'll do, maybe, you know, it helps us. If we can do mini pod casts of us answering your bullshit, then let's make that bullshit happen. The bullshit being your sensible, uh, interesting comments and questions. Which is followed by our bullshit. It's all bullshit. That is bullshit. But we love it. Yeah. You guys are great. Uh, Andy, guess what? Since everything's all cleared up over here at Trek Corps, I can go ahead and beam us out appropriately. Exciting. Disengage. <laughs> Disengage. <laughs> Follow Star Trek The Next Conversation on social media. You can find them on Instagram and Twitter at Star Trek TNC. On Facebook, search for Star Trek TNC and join the face group. Send comments, questions, prime correctives, and anything else to sttncpod at gmail.com. And if you'd like to leave a voice hail, call 816-TREK-TNC. That's 816-873-5862. For callers outside of the United States, use country code PLUS1. And don't worry, no one answers the phone. It's only for messages. If you've got something to mail to Matt or Andy, send it to Andrew Secunda, P.O. Box 46898, Los Angeles, California, 90046. And please send an email to let them know that something is coming. Finally, to support the podcast and get even more content, visit patreon.com forward slash Star Trek TNC. Be a lieutenant for only $5 per month or join the President Circle for $17.01 per month.